horrors in this house. There's some horrors in this house. There's some horrors in this house. There's some horrors in this house. I said certified freak. Seven days a week. Wet ass P word. Make that pullout game weak. Yeah. 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 You effin' with some wet ass P word. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass P word. Give me everything you've got for this wet ass P word. Beat it up, N word. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this P word right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top if I wanna ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth. Look in my eyes. This P word is wet. Come take a dive. It continues uh, along these lines. Uh, and it gets significantly, significantly more vulgar. Like, oh, a, a lot more vulgar. Yo, is that Shapiro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 41 of the Changing Formats podcast, the audio podcast of Congruency. I am your host, Yesen Akbar Allahi, and I am here with the Merry to his Merry to my Merry Christmas. It's Dickskin Scott Tarr, the reigning, defending, undisputed Congruency champion dickskin scott tar and uh craig uh meltzer o'reilly uh he lost hogan uh how are we how are we doing yes and let's be politically correct on this podcast and, and happy holidays all right happy oh, holidays. yeah that is a thing Man, that is God. your problem yeah, Damn my it. bad my bad i'm a bigot and i hate myself and that's why i throw my bigoted views on the rest of you you know what? Yes, and what? Just love yourself, man. Accept it. Accept the fact that you're a bigot, you know? Then you don't have to change. I'm a bigot. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bigot. Now I don't have to change. I can stay how I am. Uh, how, how are yeah. you doing? How are you doing, Dixon? Not that no, I care, I'm, because I don't care no, about course. people's emotions and feelings, but uh, yeah. I guess I should ask for congruency. Sake. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm in quarantine. Rubbing my peen. <laughs> How long have you been thinking of that one? No. Actually, about no. like fuck, an How hour long? now, I guess. An hour, <laughs> yeah. No. No. <laughs> no, I'm not doing this today. I feel, I feel betrayed. <laughs> I feel betrayed here. What this did you some, expect? This is some bullshit. Hey, you it's owe me. Bullshit. I gave you a nice present. This I gave you a nice present. Bullshit. You owe me. Uh, Craig, <laughs> Craig, how are you doing? I'm doing a lot better after hearing that. Really? <laughs> really, really lifted my spirit. Did it? Yeah. It had, opposite, yeah. it had an opposite reaction for both of us, apparently. It truly is the holidays with <laughs> gifts like that. Just to let people know off this, off this jump. program is intended for mature audiences. Letting people audiences. know. Uh, uh, yeah, as we said at the start, oh no, what happened? People are freezing. It's fine. Happy holidays, yeah. everybody. <laughs> uh, uh, ma- Merry Christmas. Um, how was, how was your guys' Christmas? What about the other holidays? Happy, the, happy they, Hanukkah. They don't count. Okay. Wait, hold up. <laughs> You're very inconsistent I'm sorry. with your... I'm sorry. <laughs> happy holidays, Hanukkah, Christmas. What else? Kwanzaa? Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. What's the, what's the um, other ones? Um, 
Happy uh, birthday to Jesus. Yeah. Jehovah's Witness, whatever you guys do. Witnesses. Um, witnesses is witness. Witnesses. Witness miss. Witness. All right. Um, this is going downhill. <laughs> Uh, what'd you guys, what'd you guys get up to? Uh, do you guys, I should ask, do you guys celebrate Christmas or what do you celebrate? I celebrate Christmas with my family. Mm, uh, how about you, Craig? What do you celebrate? I celebrate Christmas with everybody. Fair. I also celebrate <laughs> Christmas. So for this podcast, we will be speaking on Christmas because I have if- no privy knowledge from the rest of the holidays. So if, if there's anybody listening that doesn't celebrate Christmas, we're it's cunts. okay. We're cut. No, no, it's, it's okay. You you don't have to listen anymore. We're, no, you've we're already cunts. viewed it. You've already counted as a view. They've already counted as a view. So they, if they don't want to hear the, t- hear about this, then yeah. Right. Okay. It's all we we only care about the views. Okay. It's all we care about. That's why I do this. <laughs> yeah. I do this for the views. Sweet views. Yeah. Um. So at the at the risk of this getting just worse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Should, oh, we, should we just dr- jump straight into to uh, Urban Dictionary? Yeah. Well, might as well. Yeah. Fuck it. Jesus Christ. Hey guys. Dixon. Hey Assen. Hey Dixon. You. You're good with words. <laughs> yeah, man. You are. Yeah. I guess I'm somewhat of a dictionary. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Urban Dictionary. This is episode sixteen. Fucking go. For those, for those of you <laughs> just joining us, I find articles on Urban Dictionary. I give the the title of the article, and Yasin and Craig both have to guess on what the definition of the article is. The score oh, as we stand is eleven point five for Yasin to sixteen point five for Craig. Yasin is. Losing this I non-competition. Am? What? Yeah, it's not a competition. But damn it, I thought it was. I thought I was in the lead. It's okay. So Yasin gets to go first. Have I so ever been off. in the lead? I think I've never been in the lead. I think you might have gotten the first point. I don't um, think let's so. Let's see. I don't think so. No, Craig Yasin has never been in the lead. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that it, it went changes from zero today. Oh wow! It went from it's zero it's for you all to. Point five for both of you to Craig's in the lead. And it's then actually Craig physically not back. possible for me to take the lead today, but it, it my luck changes today. That's what happens. Okay. My luck. Well, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Six. Yeah. Yasin's right. It's impossible. All right. Um, let's start I with the first charm. I just realized recently, doubling down actually effectively does nothing. Does nothing. Yeah, you just both get a point. <laughs> it does nothing. In the grand scheme of things, you both get a point. Yeah. yeah. Like you would, you would still be a point down, no matter the circumstances. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the point. Yeah, not necessarily. Yes. No. Let's. Uh, yes, and if you were to double down on every, if Craig were to double down on you for oh, every time, a half point would for for. Well, no, 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 if Craig were to double down on you for every time for the next however many episodes, you'd eventually catch up and take the lead. Or if he didn't and just chose differently, I would still catch up at the same rate because I'm only getting one more point. <laughs> well, that's a way you can look at it. But, you know, look, if you want to be negative. Yeah. yeah. Glass, that's kind but of the no, glass but, half empty. But we fluff, will continue fluff, to fluff, do fluff, it. Fluff. We will continue that's to right. do this because it is that's tradition. Right. 
and tradition it, and is never wrong. Yes. Please keep doing this. It creates congruency. All right, term number one, cum-tarted. Uh, real quick for everybody out there, uh, I am uh, drinking a, a Glen Fittich 12-year, which Dixon, out of the kindness of his heart, bought me for Christmas. It was very lovely of him. I woke up to a, to a lovely thing, and we may touch on it even more after Urban Dictionary, but I'm going to let everyone know now that I have been drinking since 1 p.m., so... <laughs> <laughs> it's noticeable. Yeah. All right, term number one, cum-tarded. Plum tarted, cum tarted, cum tarted. Cum, cum tarted. I heard plum, but I was like, it must be cum. Knowing this, uh, could I, could yeah. I, could I, uh, get an origin? Uh, 2014 between the sheets. Hmm. Okay. Uh, what about what about uh the the spelling? Uh, C. Sorry, sorry. Capital C. U M T A R D E D. Okay. And uh, could I hear it in a sentence? Last night was so great. I was cum tarted for five minutes. Mmm. I think, I think, cum tarted. Oh, can can a man or a woman be cum tarted? I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. Mm. Yes. What the fuck? Yes, they can. A man and a woman and all the other genders are able to be cum tarted. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. It is the holidays after all. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That's for including everybody. Um, come tarted is uh. <laughs> <laughs> is it when you like oh no for five minutes is it is it like when you um r- reach orgasm so hard that like your brain is like fried from like how big the orgasm was Craig that's what I was gonna say so I guess I have to double the very effective the double down is used why did you <laughs> what why did say what oh you'll hear you'll hear it back when you when he went <laughs> meow 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 Dixon, <laughs> yeah. i have a soundboard <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I, I, that like I said from the beginning, the soundboard should just be us making the sounds and no. just replaying them over and I over think, again. I think that'd be fucking awful, Dixon. <laughs> yeah, this wait, you're saying this podcast isn't awful? Yeah, sometimes the congruency games was a great episode. I edited it down a whole two hours. <laughs> it's so good. So Craig doubles down. Effectively, you both get a point, and Yasin gets another point. Ah! You both get a point, and Yasin gets another point. Yes! Well, well put. Well put. Yes, so come tarted. It is the feeling of pure retardation after an orgasm. You're not, you are unable to communicate or operate your body. Uh, yeah. Uh, Santa was so great, I was come tarted for five minutes. Five minutes. Santa? It's a long time. Yeah. Did you say Santa um, was so great? Who did you say was so great? Last night. Last, oh, last night. night was so great. Okay. He's been yeah. drinking too much. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I've, I've had like two glasses. 
in five hours? I've been sipping. Pick it up. It's, it's scotch. Pick it's, it up. It's a sipper. Pick it up. You this it. No, this isn't episode 50. We're it's... not doing this. <laughs> yeah. All right. On to Tarm number two. Spider-Man sexual. Is it? Uh, is it? Okay. Well, well, I think I think I know it. Uh, can I hear an origin? Um, twenty seventeen cinema. Cinema. Twenty seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Um. Can I hear uh it in a in a sentence? If Ryan Reynolds asked me to have sex, I would say no because I'm Spider Man sexual. Yeah. So what? is it? Is it just being sexually attracted to to uh? Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, Craig. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, I'll double down. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll double down. <laughs> oh, fuck. Holy Why shit. did you... Holy shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. That's it. I was I was it, like in all honesty I was probably only going to give you half a point for that because it's being sexually attracted only to Spider-Man. But not like, like that Tom only Holland, not Tom Holland Spider-Man but just any Spider-Man just any Spider-Man and that's why they turned down sex from Ryan Reynolds because he's not Spider-Man yeah but because I gave away the answer that'd be unfair so to both you and Craig so yeah I'm gonna Craig doubles down Yasin gets two points Craig yes! gets one yes yes <laughs> yes Killing it. I know I, I got am. got four points already. Look at me. I'm running away you. with it. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yes, sir Bob. <laughs> yes, sir oh, Bob. Yes. I narrowed yes. it down to 2017, too, because yes. I don't think uh, Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire, I don't think their girlfriends were getting death threats for dating Spider-Man. So, ah, yeah. That's right. Jesus. Tom Holland wow. is... Yeah, he, Tom Holland's the guy, I guess. As the the sex lord of Spider-Man's. Yeah, <laughs> he's from the sex lord universe. All right, uh, tarm number three: nuke the fridge. Nuke the fridge. Uh, can I yes. get an origin? Uh, two thousand eight American cinema. American cinema. Yes. Can I can I get a a uh, use of it in a sentence? Emo Peter Parker was the moment Spider-Man nuked the fridge. Emo Peter Parker was what? Was the moment Spider-Man nuked the fridge. Nuked the fridge. Yeah. Oh, no. I was on a roll. (laughs) I have no clue. Uh, Nuked the fridge. So it's like a... Emo Peter Parker nuked the fridge. I'm assuming that it's like he maybe maybe he became really cool or something. Mm, uh, nuking is cool. Yeah, but the fridge is cool. Fridges are Fridges known are cool. to be cool. Yeah. yeah. So what uh, happens when one cool thing interacts nuked. with another cool thing? It's nuked. It becomes cold. 
All right, uh, Craig, do you want to go? I have no clue. Give it, give it a guess. I have no clue. <laughs> give it, feel it out. No, I, I want you to give it I'm, a guess. I have control here. I'm handing it over to you. <laughs> give it a no. Give it a give it a guess. No, fuck you. No. Wow. Uh, nuking the fridge is very similar to jumping the shark, as it used to be. Um, it's a reference to uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal that's Skull. What I, that's what where I was he thinking. Hides in, in the, the fridge, fridge that yeah. is nuked. So it, yeah. nuking the fridge is when something basically like becomes like absurd and like loses all reality. See, and you're like you can't take it seriously anymore. See, now I said, the fridge. I said I was gonna well, go you down didn't that say path. Anything. No, I was gonna go down that path <laughs> because I knew. Nuke fridge. That's Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. But when he said Peter Parker, it threw me off. So, <laughs> um, given because you said, it's like when... but I don't think I don't think it's jumping the shark. I think it's going to be something like dope. Like I said, it is like jumping the shark in the way that like yeah. But I'm saying I don't think it's going to be like jumping the shark. I don't think it's oh, going to okay. be that. I All think right. nuking the fridge is going to be uh uh. Oh, it totally is. He's right. I'm doubling down. It's a double down episode. Yes, and it's it's the double down episode of of the doubling of downs, and all double downs are successful in this yeah. episode. You're yeah. right because Indiana Jones would have jumped the shark in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I get it. I, I understand. I knew Craig, I understand. Craig was going kind of off track when he said it's like jumping the shark, but he saved himself when he said like uh, it makes it uh, like uh, it takes. Takes you out of the moment, really. Yeah. Like, uh, Nuke the Fridge is a colloquialism used to refer to the moment in a film series that's so incredible that it lessens the excitement of subsequent scenes that rely on more understated action or suspense, and it becomes apparent that a certain installment is not as good as previous installments due to ridiculous or low-quality storylines, okay. events, or characters. Okay. <laughs> so, when I say emo Peter Parker, it's the fact that, even though it made no, sense, no. it was so just not... <laughs> good yeah. that it's just it, it, it took everybody watching out of the movie that to the point where like it, it was such a, a moment in the movie that just made you turn off from the movie and take the movie less serious yeah. just like how nuking the fridge how indiana jones can survive a nuke by hiding in a fridge turns you off from the rest of the movie because why would we feel any tense when he's in a fist fight with somebody when he survived a <laughs> fucking nuke because it was dope yeah. <laughs> oh. So yes, you both Craig gets two points. Yasin gets one. Shit. I should have known that. Even it out there. I should have got it that. out. I should have got that, but it's okay. Gee, that's a high point fucking five. game. Yeah. yeah so what's, the, what's the scores? What's the scores at the end of it? Uh, I would have gone four, you would have gone five. Uh, so Yasin would be at sixteen point five, which would tie Craig's where previous I started. Yeah. yeah, where I started. But you got four. One. Or twenty point five. Jeez, Craig, I only went jumped. up. I only went up one. <laughs> Craig, no. broke, Craig broke twenty. Yeah, Craig broke twenty. Hey, there we go. Wow. You didn't go up one. I went Did up you? one in terms of like I was down five, and now I'm down four. <laughs> Jesus, nothing changed <laughs> because double downs are ineffective. <laughs> All right, Urban. But Dixon look how impressive our scores look now. They look cool. We look established. They look Hey, yeah. Dixon. Hey, Yasin. Hey, Dixon, you're good with words. Yeah, man, you are. Yeah, I guess I'm somewhat of a Dixonary. Dixon.
<laughs> Why is Warner Bros. selling their movies to streaming services? It's the They're future. Not. Stop They're clicking selling- things. Dixon. Sorry, I'm 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 highlighting. I'm highlighting Jesus the Urban Dictionary story. Do it enough. The pause. Yes. Sorry. Why, why, why are they Why are they business. selling it to streaming services? They're not. They're selling it to their own streaming service. HBO Max. <laughs> what yeah. are they doing? Dropping movies on HBO Max only. And no, sorry, HBO Max and theaters at the same time on the same day. In uh, all through yeah. 21 or 2021, their entire 2021 movie slate is that. Why? What's going on, Craig? You're the guy in the know. You have uh, moles on the inside of Warner Bros. Can you give us any insight? <laughs> yeah. As to I got, what I is got going people. Craig has moles. I, on, on my inside, there are moles. Yeah. <laughs> so what's, what's going on? It's, you know, it's, they're, they're testing the waters with, Killing uh, theaters. They want to eradicate cinemas. Why? Because who needs them? Who needs them when you have home theaters? So the theaters are dying. Everything's, I need everything's, everything's moving into the home. Mm. No? So why, why go out and interact when you could stay in and not interact? Well, given, given the, the 2021 uh, movie slate, are you guys going to get HBO Max? I have Crave, which has... <laughs> A lot of HBO Max already on it, so no, this doesn't affect me. Are you gonna get HBO Max? I have Crave. (laughs) 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 That threw me off guard. No, because um, all of HBO and HBO Max stuff goes directly to Crave. For now. For now, sure. So no. And if there's a movie I really want to see, I'm just not going to watch it on Crave, and I'm still going to go to the theater to watch it because I love watching movies Me in theaters. too. The only movie that's that I would correct. consider getting HBO Max for next year, if it wasn't going to be in the theaters, given that it's in the theaters, I'm not going to get it. But if it was only on HBO Max, it was Judas and the Black Messiah. That's the Fair, only yeah. movie that I'm looking at that I'm like, oh, i got to see that. So, yeah. um, But I'll just watch it in theaters like a normal fucking person. Like, because, um, uh, why? Why do they do this to us? I hope, uh, they part- don't, I hope they don't kill out theaters. That'd be very sad. I'm hoping it's just because of COVID. I'm There's- hoping it's solely because they didn't get what they wanted at the box office during a COVID time. So they're adapting to try and make more money off subscribers in 2021. There's a chance. Be- I'm hoping because of that. If, it's, if they're just trying to kill theaters, then fuck them. Yeah, Kiss I think my ass. kill them. Fuck you! I'm never watching Scooby Doo ever again. But you know, like you, that's, uh, that's a big claim. That's a big hey, claim. They're they're driving me to that point. Okay. Blum, blum, okay. Blum, blum, Theaters blum, are nothing. Blum, blum, Theaters are nothing. Da, 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 da. I think da, that's Warner Bros. Oh, I get. I think that's Warner Bros. I might be wrong. Scooby Doo, no, where not, are you? It's not what I meant. <laughs> you different things. I'm do. I'm singing. But no, yeah, the, the intro it's, to Warner Bros. thing. I just, I like again. It for me, it makes sense to do it for COVID because they can make a lot more money from uh, subscribers services. and streaming services than they can yeah. in theaters during a COVID time. But out of a COVID time, the theater definitely makes a lot more money. Like, so that's where I don't understand uh, it. We're going to see. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, we'll we, will, see. we will see. 
and yeah, putting it and putting it on streaming services also pushes people to like your other content. That's true. It's like, oh, I just finished watching this movie. Oh, what's this? This other movie's been recommended to yeah, me? Yeah, I guess, oh, I guess I'll check it out. That seems irresponsible So if they subscribe sense. once, they're probably not going to unsubscribe. Huh? What? That sounds irresponsible from a business sense. Well, you know. Supporting your people are is irresponsible. That don't, uh, you know, uh, setting up your other entities that aren't part of the film cycle. That's very irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's a crazy time, you know. It's time for, for irresponsible things to happen. Maybe. Uh, That's what this year's... Oh, it's just, you're just been people not, not doing the responsible thing. And now look at us all. Yeah, that's true. If oh. people would have worn masks, I'm in Warner Bros. wouldn't be killing the theaters. Yeah, so it's, their it's their fault. It's their fault. It's Warner Bros. fault. Yeah. It's wet no, market's it's fault. It's the people's fault. Oh, yeah, so that too. Yeah, and no, that wet market. Explicitly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't like him. Yeah, I don't know if there's much to talk about that. That's why I brought it up. But um, do it. Yeah, does anybody just... does anybody here actually like? Nobody here agrees with the fact that like moving away from theaters, right? No, no, I just completely. Yeah, I want theaters. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, like, theaters. and it. Oh, it also just a lo- a good example is I've been watching Halloween for I don't know how long. Halloween. This year. This year was the first time I've ever seen it in theaters, and it's the favorite time I've ever watched the movie because of the theater experience. Really? Even with Craig ruining it for you? Craig ruined it after the movie. Ah, so, and he didn't ruin it because Craig's just wrong. Um, but yeah. You're telling sure me that. Michael Myers isn't a geek goop fucking nerd loser. That's what I'm telling you. Can't aim. That's an in- Yeah, can he aim? Uh, he aim. has. Without holding uh, him. Without holding them. So they don't get away. When has Michael Myers ever thrown a knife and killed somebody? <laughs> never. He's never thrown a knife. <laughs> a Jason can do it. Kill would be Jason amazing. can fucking do it. Yeah, but Jason's a fucking zombie. The people okay? In, Michael's in, a human being. Yeah, is he? The people, yeah. in, the people in Black Christmas had great aim. Just fucking oh, bow and don't arrow. Don't get me started on Black Christmas. Don't bow, bow and arrow. Touch that. Down the you fucking. You don't put that next to fucking Halloween. He's the most incompetent killer. It's the, it's the same thing. They both represent holidays. Man walks into glass. They both they both represent holidays. <laughs> Christmas, Halloween. They're yeah. both horror movies. They both yeah. have uh, great female leads. They That's right. <laughs> on the same level. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it's it's all. Let me just let me just ref, let me just preface this for people listening. Yasin is not talking about the original Black Christmas. He's talking about the 2019 Black yeah, Christmas. The better, okay, the better version. No, of Black Christmas. no, it's yeah. not. It's Top, not. It's, I, I, you, right now, you, right now, you I don't care if people are calling culture. me a misogynist. It's I don't in, care. 2019's Black Christmas is shit. It's top, it's not a good movie. It's top five thousand horror movies ever made. That's a fact. That's a that's a fact. fact. That's a fact. I deny it. <laughs> deny, I it. deny it. Say it's not. I you deny, deny it. it. I deny it. It's named the five thousand movies better than. Yeah, it. they don't need to. Five thousand. I have nothing. Movies better than it. Horror, horror movies better than it. You guys name the list, and then I'll uh, fix your list based on what's tr- correct. What's okay. better than Black Christmas? Yes. Uh, okay. Um, I would say uh, Hereditary. Why, why are we doing this? Guys, don't name 5,000 <laughs> movies, please. Let's just I, move I on can't, with the podcast. I can't name 5,000 movies because Black Christmas would be in the top 5,000. So I don't know if there's yeah. 5,000 better, but it's just somewhere in that 5,000. 
For but, sure. Um, it's, it's safely in, in the top 5,000. Pretty safely in. <laughs> it's, it's comfortably got a spot in the top 5,000. Maybe top 4,999 as well. Maybe. Potentially. I'd, I'd say so. I'd it's, say there's, so. There's potential there. Um, Is it top 4,000? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. 4,000. Is it, is it top fantastic? Is it top 3,000? Yeah. Dixon, we don't have all day. You yeah. Know? Is, it, is it top? Let's, let's keep going. We can keep going. Well, is it top 10? Is it top 10? Now, that'd be a conversation, but uh, it's <laughs> yeah. a conversation for another time. Uh, Good, yeah. <laughs> so, conversation with fucking Satan himself. Yeah. Uh, you say, like, it's a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> Did you see how it served you in the last episode for you to partner with Satan? <laughs> you, it didn't go well. You couldn't. Satan works in mis- he works in mysterious ways. That's, <laughs> that's true, uh, but not not a whole truth. Anyways, um, but if it's true for me, yeah, it's true for everybody. It's true for everybody. You're right. Yeah, you're so. right. He's right, Dixon. Dixon, he's right. Move on. Let's Dixon. He's right. Yeah, he's right. He's right. Let's Thank keep you. the conversation going. I don't know where yeah. to go from here, honestly. So I'm gonna go we back. I'm gonna go back to the holidays. Uh, uh, okay. the Christmas holidays that we are celebrating because that's what we celebrate. We can't speak yeah. on your holiday. I don't know how to get out of this rabbit hole now. I can't say Christmas. Oh, wait. Wait, I found a tweet about this. I want to read this tweet. Let me oh, see okay. if I still have it. Find the tweet. We can look. Okay. In the meantime. It, it is a Christmas podcast. We, we're not uh, fucking trying to shit on any other uh, religion or tradition that people have with this time of year, but Dixon, us three celebrate Dixon, Christmas. Dixon, 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 we're on episode forty-one. Don't try to be the moral voice of reason now. <laughs> yeah, don't don't yeah. try now to become morality on this podcast. Well, and so so when I actually try and be real, shut up, one, Dixon. Yeah. All right, here we go. Shut now, up, Dixon. Yeah, no, we don't want this. <laughs> Now's not the time to be real. Okay, yeah, now okay. is yeah, not okay. the, now is so not the time. I have uh, um, to speak this way. I have two <laughs> tweets from uh, Richard Dawkins. Okay. Uh, the first one, the first one is on uh, Christmas Eve of 2016, and it reads, uh, "Merry Christmas to anyone who might appreciate it, especially those Christians who uh, who enjoy pretending there's a war on Christmas in quotes and bolded." Okay, so okay. he's like, "There is no, there is no war on Christmas. Shut up, you fucking Christians." So. December 23rd, this year, (laughs) (laughs) Richard Dawkins tweets out, Merry Christmas. Oh, sorry. Merry holidays, children. Hang up holiday (laughs) stockings on holiday eve for for father holidays to fill. Sing holiday carols around the holiday tree after holiday dinner. (laughs) I'm dreaming of a white holiday. Well, here's one atheist wishing you a Merry Christmas. (laughs) Yo, there's no war on Christmas. <laughs> Three years later, we need to keep fighting the war on Christmas here, guys. <laughs> Christmas is under attack. Yeah. I'm dreaming of a white holiday. That's brilliant. Dude, is he, is that's he, brilliant. Does he sound like a wrestling fa- fan? There's no war, but let's fight this war. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. There's oh. no war. You can enjoy both, but AEW's better than any show on <laughs> Earth because the inner circle's really good. <laughs> there's no war but merry christmas because it's it is only christmas guys come on 
All right. It's Christmas or nothing. Oh, happy holidays. Oh, man. So what is the war on Christmas? I want to know what the war on Christmas entails. I guess people were just tired of like Christmas being the only like recognized holiday. So they're like, guys, like we also have holidays around. But it's it's tradition. It's just the way it it is. But it's their tradition as well. It's just the way it is. But it's their tradition. But it's just the way it is. Yeah. So I, I don't think there's ever meant to be a war. I think people just got way too defensive. Yeah. No, but <laughs> I also holiday. think I'm going, I'm going to agree here. Oh. <laughs> which, 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 which tweet? Which tweet? Which tweet? Which All tweet? of them. <laughs> oh, Wait, wow. No, you can't. It's impossible. No, uh, this is what I think. No, 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 this is what I think. I think that the perceived war on Christmas, whatever this is, is very silly. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I think um, Christmas has evolved out of, like, a religious thing. Like, certain people celebrate as a religious thing. Other people don't. So that's what I mean when I'm like, I feel like it's a weird thing to like obsess over like the use of Christmas as a word and then just be like (laughs) holidays, whatever you celebrate. I think it's, 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 it's quite strange. I might be, I might be missing celebrate Christmas in general, but that's what, but I'm saying that if you don't celebrate Christmas, like that's fine. Right. Yeah. But I just think that like in general, right. People are celebrating yeah. Christmas on this day because it's like regardless of religion, right? If yeah, you, yeah. if you aren't associating with a religion, you'll be celebrating Christmas. If you are associating with yeah. a religion or a certain culture, you might celebrate something different. You get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's what I mean when I'm like, I feel like it's a, a strange. It's not. It's not a strange thing to be like. Um. To have a point of like, oh, our our holiday isn't recognized. I just think it's a weird point to like get contentious over. I don't yeah, know why people true. are deeping it this much. Hey, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. How do you like it, bitch? <laughs> I'd well, be like, I, okay. I'd be like, it's fine. I, I don't, I don't, I, I, that's fine. And that's I think, fine. I think I it's long, but, um, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I just think like, as long as you're acknowledging everybody's holidays i don't give a shit about how media acknowledges but just individually <laughs> person to person uh yeah that's the thing like how we I don't are think... all acknowledging that christmas is not the only holiday of this time period yeah, yeah. but i don't know I don't like know. i'm maybe fine I'm, with, maybe i'm a with... bigot maybe i'm a bigot I don't know. <laughs> i'm fine with happy holidays yeah, it doesn't like, take I, away from Christmas to say a holiday. It Christmas does. is a holiday. No, it doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. Happy holidays and a happy new year. That's fine. How would, how would There's your, nothing how would, wrong with that. How would, how would your girlfriend feel on Valentine's Day if you walked up to her and said, said happy holiday? <laughs> well, it's but there's not, no other holiday. What, what holiday. other holidays are fighting you with go, Valentine's Day? You go up, you go up uh, to Dixon on on September 21st, and you're like, "Happy Fall Solstice." <laughs> <laughs> He'd appreciate it. He'd be like, "Happy birthday!" Like, yeah, maybe other people are celebrating He'd different them things. Equally. <laughs> Fuck me! I'm gonna say happy birthday. I would, I would understand Craig's uh, decision to practice his own. 
beliefs right. on, the, on the holiday. Well, I practice my, my own. I'm not going to go to everybody and be like, hey, it's my birthday. Stop celebrating the solstice. It's my birthday. That's what I'm it's, saying. It's Dixon's birthday. But that's okay? what I'm saying. Happy birthday. Well, it's the solstice. solstice. No. Happy birthday, Dixon. Say it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, as long as we're acknowledging all sides of things individually, I don't think it's an issue individually. From a media that's sense, fair. I think happy holidays should just be the thing from a media oh, yeah. perspective. Oh, okay. Because yeah. a, a, yeah. like multimedia peddling out the idea that there's only one holiday is different than individuals celebrating their own holiday. You get me? No, well, yeah. Yeah, that, I get you now. That's, yeah. that's what but I mean. What if, like, my thing is if you're like in an office scenario, a lot of offices now have holiday parties instead of Christmas parties oh, to that, acknowledge see, everybody's religion. See, now that's too far. I don't agree with that. <laughs> Wait. I don't agree with that. No. Why? Because it's Christmas. It's, this it's conversation's awkward. gone backwards. Speaking wait, wait, of you're things. having your, your office Christmas party on the 25th? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yes, I, I am fine with a holiday Christmas parties instead of Christmas Christmas wait. parties. No, holiday <laughs> office holiday parties. Party, holiday office parties. <laughs> over over office Christmas parties is fine. That's what I'm trying to think say. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I, I said holiday <laughs> Christmas parties, didn't I? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, holiday office parties are fine. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of things people can't agree on, should you tell your kids about Santa? No. Should kids believe in Santa Claus? Yes. I don't see the I don't see the negatives behind them believing in Santa. because uh, it it uh, it breeds lies and distrust between parent and child. No, it also breeds imagination Imagine... in the kid's mind, which allows them to have a more creative mind and and dream bigger. But then it gets taken out from under them. Everything you thought was fantastical and real is lies. Should you? No, but then should you should you uh, swear in front of your children and fucking yes. you know encourage? Like just, I'm giving them the I, life experience. No, no, no. I'm saying like, in a, in a, like I'm saying to these same people, to these same people, because for us, of course, but to these same people, that's like, <laughs> should you just like swear and get them to like, you know, just have no filter around children and just whatever. No, they're kids. Just let kids be kids. They'll find out one day. It's fine. Yeah. It's not an issue, yeah. but they're kids. It's not. There's kids. My Listen to this. I don't even like kids, and I'm defending their, their <laughs> right to believe in Santa. This is this yeah. is some shit. It's Santa. Like, who gives a shit? Like that that that. It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't you? Why why would you not uh, let your kids believe in Santa? My my thing is is just believing in Santa, Tooth Fairy, Easter Bunny, all this fake shit. It to me, it gives the kids a more imaginative mind and a more creative mind that they're growing up with and yeah even though when you tell it that you tell them it's not real that creativity has already been ingrained in their brain and it's something they won't lose for at least a long time until they realize life is pointless and there's no point in living yeah like, but you tell them that santa's not well, real well that was no, your, no, well, no, that no, was no. Your oh, everything that was your i believe is a lie that was my heart <laughs> but, um, it's not no but life. and again like people uh, relate like lying to kids about Santa to like lying about kids lying to their parents about drugs. It's like there's no downside to lying to your kid about Santa unless you lie to him for like too long until he's like 16 and then he's going to school believing in Santa 
and he's getting bullied because he believes in Santa and the Tooth Fairy. Then, then yeah, you're a dick for not telling him sooner. Well, I, but, I, I never got told that Santa wasn't real. I what got told, but I already age? knew by that time. I got told, but I already knew by that time. I was probably... Oh, jeez. I didn't even have the Wii yet. Fuck. How long ago was that? <laughs> What an odd, odd frame of reference. Because <laughs> well, no, like, we here. So, so that'd here, be like two thousand and eight. The Wii came out in oh eight. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I'll no, because here's up. here's how I found out. Like I like as a kid, I'd be searching the house. Oh, I want to see what my my presents are, right? Yeah. And then I found a present that was going to be given to me. And then when Christmas came, the present was from Santa. And I'm like, oh, oh well, I I ruined that for myself, didn't I? And I think the next year my brother told me, and then I think the year after that my parents just kind of – they didn't tell me, but they're like – they confirmed it like, you know Santa's not real, right? I'm like, yeah, I know. They're like, okay, good, good. They didn't want to squash that joyous hope for me. I squashed it for right myself. Time? There is no right When time. is – How old is too old? There is no age. Wow. That's a I, bold answer. I'd say – <laughs> i'd say like nine or ten no, no kid no kid should be going into their teens thinking santa's real that's yeah, not they true because santa is santa is like a children's dream like he they should yeah. it shouldn't be a teenager's dream yeah yeah i, I think tooth fairy and everything before tooth fairy easter bunny all that's like way before that i think santa should be like the final straw it's like yeah, the last, yeah. Above, the last above wrestling. Down. Well, no, the, like wrestling's real though. Like <laughs> that's true. Yeah, wrestling's real. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, why would make all that up? I, I, this is what I. Why do parents tell their kids that wrestling's fake? Like, it's real. Like, yeah, like yeah, I don't get it. Like, why? Like, that's a lie. See, I that's don't agree mistrust. With. That's lying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you because tell so your kids wrestling's up real, now, then you deserve to be lied to about drugs. People you know? grow up and they think, like, oh, wrestling's fake. It's like, it's real. It's it's up. real. They're bleeding. Why would They're they bleeding. voluntarily bleed? That doesn't make sense. Like, That's right. How, right. like the Undertaker. How, how can, if, if, if it's fake, how can the Undertaker, like, walk in the dark? He can't. That's right. Yeah. He turns the lights out and yeah. appears out of nowhere. Like, he, he transfers. He's to teleport. That. You can't fake that. No, you can't. Yeah. It's yeah. impossible. Yeah. Anyways, he shoots lightning. Like, yeah. I saw him that. do it. I saw him do it on TV. I saw him do it. Yeah, like, it's Vince, real. Vince McMahon died in a limo and came back the next week when Benoit murdered his family. That's that that happened. It's a real yeah, thing. Like, yeah, it's real. They gave a life to give life. Yeah, to <laughs> save a life. Yeah, gave a life to save a life. Actually, That's gave real. Actually, actually, gave three lives to save. <laughs> Because Vince is a hell of a life. Because Vince is worth three it's larger lives. Larger than life. Well, I guess it's, techni it's, a, it's technically two and a half lives because it's a child. <laughs> but I don't like where this episode's headed. No, let's move on. Let's try. <laughs> kids, kids should be allowed to believe in Santa. Yes. Yeah. Like, again, it's it's yes mm -hmm. for a time. No, for for <laughs> their childhoods. You know what? Know, know which point of view I completely I disagree with? What? I think it was Big E on the New Day podcast. He was talking, like, they were talking about kids believing in Santa. Big E said, I'm not going to tell my kids about Santa. 
because I don't want them believing that somebody else gave them this shit. I want them knowing that I worked hard. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I yeah. gave them this. I want them to appreciate me. I'm like, that is a very selfish Gratitude. point of view and a very self-centered some, attitude. He's kidding. You, you need that confirmation he's that your kids kidding. appreciate you because of what you uh, no, fucking no, no. supply for them. These kids need them. to learn respect. It's, he's kidding. He's big E. It's a big <laughs> laugh from big E. That's all it is. That's, it's all a big laugh. Serious. No, he was not. <laughs> These kids need to learn respect. And then like, you yeah, I'm fine Craig, and Craig, Craig, it's not real, but Craig. don't do it out of some spiteful way. It's like, no, it's not said, it's me. I did this. Appreciate me. Uh, but Craig, does it believe in eventually me? To everyone? Yeah, everybody Sorry? figures out eventually, like, oh, when they find yeah. out Santa isn't real, they're like, oh, yeah. They and find out it wasn't Biggie. They find out it wasn't Biggie. Santa did it. Who the fuck is Santa? Um, <laughs> this is... This is the one thing I never got with, like, Christmas. It's my biggest problem with Christmas movies. And it's just the parents in general. Like, with the ones where Santa is real and, like, oh, a lot of people don't oh, believe in Santa. It's like, yeah. then where where, where do the parents think the presents are coming from? Yeah. Do they not talk to each other? Yeah. Are they like, are they like, oh, it's such a great gift you got him. I didn't get him. It. I thought you got him. It. Oh, oh, it must have been Santa. Oh, good one. <laughs> He's not real. <laughs> then who got him a present? Yeah, who got the Yeah. They're just acting like who who ate the cookie? Oh, I didn't eat the cookie. Me, me neither. Oh, somebody must have broke in. <laughs> like, come on. That's not a bad point, and it's very true. That's, I've that's I've had very this, fair, I've yeah. had this issue for many years. That like yeah. in these movies, it's just like at the end they're like, oh, all these wow, where did all these presents come from? And then it's like, oh my god, it was Santa, and they're like, oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's <laughs> not real. They told him later, Santa's not real. What if the kid asked, okay, who got me this present? Yeah. Like, what would they say? Because they did get him the they, present. They didn't get the present. <laughs> um, but, uh, I... yeah, Craig, who's Christmas Adam? Christmas Adam. I want to know what Christmas, this is. I want to know what this Christmas, is. Christmas Adam has been a thing going around on Twitter lately. Before we, before I give you the, uh, the what it is, any guesses? Adam Driver. Mm, Adam Driver. Good, okay. I'm going to say Christmas Adam is uh, um, the friends we made along the way. Wow. That's that's touching. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's very in the spirit of the, of the holidays. Of, yeah. Um, yeah. Christmas, I, would, I would double down on that the, if I could. Uh, I'm dreaming of a white holiday. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so why is it we white? have why is no one why is no one mad about that snow why isn't it racially ambiguous it doesn't does, snow everywhere does in the snow world have a gender wait, wait. <laughs> well, I, can't, I can't i can't deny it <laughs> what's christmas what? adam what's so, let's, let's, so we have christmas eve right we have Christmas Eve. Yeah. Why not Christmas Adam? <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> Christmas Adam is a like a men's right. No. Like like, like let's you, like oh wait. Christmas Eve. No, but what about Christmas Adam? No. <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> men's right. Men's right. Adam. Christmas Adam. Because Christmas Eve isn't no. for evening, it's for it women. Is. It's for that's women. the evening no. before Christmas. It's for, no, it's, you know, it's for, for women. women. Dixon. 
It's Christmas right. first woman on earth. According right. to it's, Christianity. It's for the people who choose to have dinner before Christmas because it involves cooking in the kitchen. It's Christmas Eve for women. This program is intended for mature audiences. I, well, Christmas Adam has been making the rounds what are we on doing? Twitter. As what like are we doing? What are people doing? Talking about Christmas Adam. Why? Why? Oh, so good. <laughs> this is on Twitter? Yeah. So where people Where like, else would it be? Where else would it be? I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> this Snapster. is gotta be... Napa. I have this theory that like Couldn't a lot be. of the shit that just sounds so stupid, it was originally brought up as a joke. Like it was somebody who just yeah. said, oh, Christmas Eve, why not Christmas Adam, lol? And somebody took that seriously and thought he's right. What about Christmas Adam? This guy's spitting. Yeah. Are you looking at Christmas Adam right now? Oh my goodness. Christmas Adam? Mind blown. Who, yeah. who would have thought about this? All, all these talk about women rights. What about male rights? <laughs> Christmas Adam. <laughs> it's, time, it's time to make a stance. Where do we do hey, it? Christmas you, you Adam. You want equality? Fine. Christmas Adam. Let's do it. Yeah. Yasin, are you searching up Christmas Adam right now? Uh, I have some very sad breaking news. Oh, no. Um, AEW wrestler Brody Lee, formerly Luke Harper, just passed away. What? Yeah. What? Hey. Oh, oh, my goodness. shit. That's... Oh, no. Oh, well, that's not good. That is not good. Oh shit! That Where is... are you? His like family just like released like a thing. John Huber, nineteen seventy nine to twenty twenty. Yeah. Or no, sorry, A W. I think wrote this. Yeah. A-W. Yeah. Oh, damn. Wow. <clears throat> that is very sad. Hey, so he was. Wow. Oh man. Jesus Christ. Oh, what the fuck happened? Oh, shit. Sorry, sorry, everybody, for this, this yeah. awkward <laughs> silence. Yeah, no. Should, I just, should, I just pause some... for, should I just pause for a second and come back? Yeah, maybe just pause. Yeah, you the can. Pause. Yeah. Um, well, we're back. Um, yeah, horrible news. Uh, rest in peace, Brody Lee, John Huber, Luke Harper, whatever you know him yeah. as. Uh, that's it's a very sad day now. Um, because yeah, that. that's right after Christmas too. That's very sad. Um, that's that's unfortunate. Details are still unclear as to how he passed and what happened. But, no, um, I, it's not our, not really our business anyways to know like what no really no of course went down but um yeah do you have any do you have any thoughts dixon to no he was Brody Lee? great wrestler great storyteller but it's just unfortunately that he's gone now yeah thoughts go to his family his friends and everybody who uh was part of his life um yeah that's just unfortunate loss 
Yeah, this it's it's taken such a left turn. Like we like going from yeah the jokes we were telling to like this. Like uh, yeah, that's yeah. shitty. We weren't uh, obviously clearly we were not expecting to talk about this. We I we found out during the podcast as you just heard. Um, yeah. Wow, that's that's really fucked up. That's um, Luke Harper to me, uh, Brody Lee, whatever uh, was to me like one of the most underrated wrestlers of the entire 2010s uh um, yeah he had a lot of promise a lot of potential uh potential is probably the wrong word because he was older but uh especially when he was in wwe there was places for him to go he was um a really well-spoken uh charismatic superstar somebody who was a really expressive uh, yeah. uh wrestler which is um a quality that kind of goes <coughs> amiss sometimes uh you know that's For not... a short time in the AEW, he did great things. He had a lot of great programs with Moxley, Cody, Hardy, all of them included. But it's a it's, it's a shame that he uh, I can he's only, gone. I can only assume that uh, he must have been off TV for something relating to this. I can only assume. No, in November he was off due to an ankle injury. But but I'm saying since then we don't know. Yeah, um, it's 2020 is really shit. It's really yeah. Shit. yeah, yeah. That is that is very sad news. Very unexpected news. And um, yeah. Rest rest in peace, Broden Lee. Right. Yeah. I, I think that's all there is to say uh, about that. That's very sad. Very sad. News. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, right, so. uh, we were we were talking about. I guess we'll like we'll try to go back. Uh, we were talking. <laughs> about uh christmas adam uh yes we'll wrap up christmas adam here Uh, so yeah uh craig craig found a tweet while we were while we were uh mourning the loss of uh this this great man but uh yeah what 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 did you find uh so the main thing going around is like this tumblr thread about uh christmas adam and it reads uh christmas eve what about christmas adam gets a reply Happy Christmas, Adam, to all men's right activists. Men's right activists? No. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, that's what Christmas, Adam's all about. (laughs) Wait. I don't know. What rights are they fighting for? We have all of them. Men have all the rights. Not have. I don't don't know. (laughs) I don't know, man. Tell me, Craig. It says, says, uh, please stop pestering us with things like this. This has nothing to do with men fighting for their that's, rights. That's a rights thing. Eve is short for evening. Please don't turn activism into a joke. Thanks. So this is a this is a men's activist. He's come to defend men activists. Like what are like what this, are the rights that we don't have? He did. He didn't go into it. Ask someone, him. Tweet at him. Some someone replies to him. He says, uh, "Someone isn't having a good Christmas, Adam." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the last reply here is uh, Christmas Adam is December 23rd comes before Christmas Eve and is generally unsatisfying <laughs> <laughs> alright I'm, I'm all for Christmas Adam now now that's Christ- it's Christmas Adam is on, the, is on the 23rd now that's a complete joke I'm all for Christmas Adam yeah, yeah Christmas funny. Adam yes yeah. Christmas Adam celebrated on the 23rd, 23rd. men's yeah. rights activist yeah. Men's what are activists. men's rights activists fighting for? Let me search this up. Uh, like, y'all, y'all talk. 
Uh, well, like, are, are they fighting for the freedom to say whatever they want with no consequence? Because they can, <laughs> unless I, it's I think, hate speech. I think the only thing I've seen is they fight for, like, men's mental health and, like, the stigmas around, like, mental health and, like, uh, sexual, like, abuse. And how, like, I, for men, says, it's not it taken, here, like, seriously at all. It says here, showing how seriously I'm taking this, I've found an article from Wikipedia um, yeah, the men's rights movement. <clears throat> it's a movement. Is a branch Everything. is a branch of men's movement. The men's rights movement, in particular, consists of a variety of groups and individuals who focus on general social issues and specific government services, which adversely impact, or in some case, in, or in some cases, structurally discriminate against men and boys. <laughs> Common topics debated within the men's rights movement include. Okay, here we go. Okay, see, I this there's certain things. Okay, so one of them includes the alleged favor given to women in family law, including but not limited to matters such as child custody, alimony, and mental prop or marital property distribution. The movement also concerns itself with parenting, reproduction, suicides, domestic violence against men, circumcision, education, conscription social safety nets, and health policies. The men's rights yeah. movement branched off from the men's liberation movement in the 1970s with both groups comprising a part of the larger men's movement. All right. Yeah. Um, they make some good points. <laughs> but Yeah, with what's stated there, which is like no, what I thought fair. it was. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fair. It's just... Christmas, Christmas Adam, Adam is just, It sounds bad. It's just not, I, I don't think it's like actually a part That's of it. That's gotta be a meme. It's, <laughs> it's not, gotta be it's a not. meme. It's gotta be a meme that maybe like one person took too far. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Christmas Adam is nuts. Um, it's, it's. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> That's so speaking stupid. Of, speaking of uh, movements and controversy. CNN's facing a lot of controversy. Oh, I wanted what to segue. A, what, a <laughs> <laughs> what a reach! What a reach! He's reaching. <laughs> he tried. He uh, grasped. He grasped at the air. He. I saw his hands flicker at at, at the air, trying to reach. <laughs> CNN's facing a lot of backlash for putting the. Uh, tragic death of George Floyd and the Justice for George Floyd movement in their list of cultural moments of the year. What are you guys' thoughts well, on it being put in that list? Before we discuss that, do you have the things listed out of what else was listed in the cultural moments list? Because oh, that should it, be touched on. Back. Yeah, that should be touched on first before we talk about um, this backlash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, I got it here. All right, he's finding you it. it. You have you have things such as uh, Marion Hag, Marion Megan, <laughs> retiring as a uh, working royals. You have Parasite. Oh, Harry, and Harry, Harry and, and Megan. Megan. Said, yeah, <laughs> Mary and Megan. <laughs> Harry, Megan. <laughs> Harry and Megan, man. Harry and Megan. Yeah. <laughs> Retiring. I was like, Mary Magdalene? What the fuck is... What year is this? So, the Royals retiring. Yeah. Parasite making history at the Oscars. Which is crazy uh, that that the was Tiger, Yeah. That feels like... Tiger King now. resigning. Uh, George Madonna Floyd. Ba- 
Madonna bathing in milk. And then wait, and then right, at, right, wait, no, wait, right after Madonna bathing in milk, which happened and it was fucking weird. Artists came out for BLM with a picture of Justice for George Floyd. That's weird. <clears throat> what? That's very weird. So, okay, so at first I felt like the cultural impact was like impacts within uh, the cultural community of minorities and, and people who are oppressed against. But now I'm very fucking confused. Yeah. Like, what? what is this list? That's why. <laughs> Culture of the world. But that's why, that's why I wanted to touch on what the actual things listed as well were, because it doesn't make sense to talk about this without acknowledging what the other things listed were. So that's, that's because if we just go like it was, because it, it was a cultural moment, but yeah. why yeah. is this weird? This is why. <laughs> so Because it's in the list with Lady Gaga me. milk. Yeah. Madonna and, milk. Yeah. Madonna milk. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So that's a weird video. Yeah. So um th- this is my this is my two cents on it. Yeah. I have hated the entire time the way that both sides of the media have trivialized like these movements. I do not okay. like it at all. I don't enjoy yeah. it. We talked a lot about it in episode twenty eight about how I felt like a lot of people were gaining in different ways because everybody trivializes those moments. Like, everybody at that time knows everything about anything that goes on with Black Lives Matter and the history of it and whatever, but after those moments pass, it's almost like that shit was like a fad. Like, it was cool to be in the know, and then it's not cool to be in the know anymore. So the The cultural moment of it... You know what I mean? So now yeah. that's why that's my issue with yeah. stuff like this. It's not not great. Um, like the the George because if you're gonna stuff. go cultural moments, if you're gonna if you're really going down this path, like where's the Hollywood fires? If you're yeah. gonna say if because if the Hollywood fires were in there and then this was also in there, I would have less of an issue with this being in there. But like okay. this is the only thing in there. Like and it's, COVID? Yeah. it's and it's I, yeah, artists. I, was about to say, I don't even think COVID's in here. Yeah. Where's COVID? And it's artists coming out for Black Lives Matter. Not even like the George Floyd it's not incident. Just, it's artists it's just, coming out to support like George Floyd. That's weird. Uh, That's weird. That's weird. Yeah, like when when Craig first said like that the title of uh, yeah, backlash against here. Uh, backlash against <laughs> CNN for putting this on their cultural moments. I'm thinking, why? Who are who are against this? Like, yeah, it makes sense. But now that I hear the list, I'm like, this list is fucked. Yeah, the considering list is fucked. they considering they have Black Lives Matter in the same category as Harry and Meghan, as Madonna as even just even just like winning the Oscar. Jennifer uh, Aniston and Brad Pitt flirted on Zoom is on here. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. And the like, fact they treat, and if yeah. you're going they treat it like it's yeah, should be on the list. But they're treating it like it's an entertainment piece, like the Black Lives Matter movie. It's in here with the rest entertain- of entertainment. That's yeah. what I mean. Like uh. they're treating it like it's just an entertainment piece. Like those the the those artists making that music or coming out in support for that was just an entertainment piece. That's not cool. Yeah. I don't fuck with that. That's not good. No, yeah. That's trash. Wow, That's, this this like, episode has taken a turn for the for the worse. <laughs> I I have now. a problem in general about this being acknowledged <laughs> as a cultural moment it, because it's it shouldn't be viewed as a moment. It should be viewed as 
to me, a moment is like it happened and then people moved on. No, it should be something like it. Like there's moments in history that change the way. Yeah, calling uh, that a moment of like the year is like ignoring the fact that this wasn't like a one year thing. Yeah. 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 That's very strange. Yeah, the fact that this is in here, but COVID isn't in there. Like that wasn't. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I'm over. Maybe I'm overplaying this, and maybe I'm part of the problem with the backlash. But this is that's ridiculous to me. What What <laughs> is the backlash? Let me. I, we haven't talked about that. What is the backlash for this? Is it what we're saying, or is it people saying like this shouldn't be on the list because it's? From what I've seen, it's very much like you're just putting this in here with like random shit. Fair. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. From what Jesus. I've seen. Yeah, that's oh, that's God. why it's weird. That is why. Yeah, but it's not. That's not the. That's not the issue. Again, no. People are are very narrow minded with what the actual issues are. The actual <laughs> yeah, issue is that true. like this is being extremely trivialized for like yeah. no real <clears throat> reason. That's weird to me. Yeah, very much so. Am yeah. I am I in the wrong for that? I don't know. I, just, I don't know. What are you saying? <laughs> No, no, you're absolutely right that yeah. I, I just I disagree with people, how fast people moved on, how people are looking at this as a moment of, like we said, a moment of 2020 when in, realistically, hopefully what, what I would have wanted it is to be like a moment in human history where society changed moving forward on the oppression of black people and minorities in America. But then it just yeah. became a cultural moment of 2020, and yeah. that's bullshit. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's that's bullshit. everyone got to you know post on their page with like with their links and shit like that, and then it was like, all right, Black square. Yeah, everybody yeah. got to everybody I got to participate job. in this little like you know this little non-issue, and now we now we can yeah. go back to to real issues. Yeah, that's weird guys, to me. That's fucking guys weird. Remember to me. the Black Lives Matter crazy no remember (laughs) remember that little bit of time when black lives mattered that was a nice remember how we saw that was a cool moment remember when when they mattered we posted all those black squares and racism went away that shit was crazy (laughs) awesome yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah yeah i thought that was corny i watched it live and i thought it was fucking dumb like i was like that's so stupid like and the way they were talking about it too it wasn't just the fact that they had it up they were talking about it this weird like trivial voice that i thought was so weird like as Uh if this was like ancient history that like is not a thing anymore like they're like oh in like you know in the mid parts of 2020 uh black or uh you know uh racial tension was at a high (laughs) and it's like it wasn't just then (laughs) It's before and after. There's, it's not. A, it still it's, is. Not a. Yeah. Week, it wasn't a week long thing, like. No. But um. Yeah. Yeah. It. It is. It is what it is. I'm not surprised. White, uh, media, does this all the time, yes. and it's tradition. Yeah. So, <laughs> why would we stray away from that? It's just the way yeah, it is. Like. It's yeah. just the way it is. So let's just move on. You yeah, know? we just yeah we'll move on. we'll move on like Black Lives Matter did. We'll just move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh-huh. Oh fucking Christ! Uh, I feel so I feel so awful 
just being positive after Brody Lee passed. <laughs> I feel right. like it's, it's so it's an shit. Odd feeling. This is a really it, it ominous is feeling, feeling, isn't it? Yeah, this feels like, it's so like, weird. Stopped middle of the podcast. Uh, Brody Lee passed away. Ten minutes later, we're laughing. Yeah, it this doesn't is look weird. Good. This is weird. Good, but I'm trying. I'm trying my best to make this an entertaining pod. Let me. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I'll reset the momentum. I'm gonna down the rest of my my scotch, and and, and <laughs> that'll reset the momentum. And we'll you be want to right do that before in. or after we talk about deadbeat fathers? We're not going to. We're gonna go. And do, we're gonna go. We're, we're gonna do a one gotta go in a second here. And uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so so uh, cheers to the to the life and memory of Brody Lee. <coughs> cheers to uh, the holiday season, and cheers to uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, keep fighting the the worthy fight. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. cheers. Oh my God! <laughs> Jesus Christ! That wasn't great. Let me pour myself another another glass. Um, so, uh, with this being said, I'm pouring myself another. Oh, I poured a bit too much. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any Coke left here. I'm trying to I'm trying to curate uh, a, a drink at the same Where's time as curating cigar? a cigar. I don't have a cigar. Dixon didn't buy me one. Very selfish thing of him to do. Oh, before we get into one gotta go, um, what did what did we all do for Christmas? We didn't talk about it. Uh, Dixon, oh, sir. Dixon. So as I as I touched on in uh, Urban Dictionary, that very um, high scoring Urban Dictionary, um, <laughs> Dixon made my day, made my Christmas season by sending me a, a very pleasant gift. Dixon, uh, go ahead, tell your story. Um. Well, this all goes back to probably last week. My brother got a uh, skip the dishes present from one of his friends, and it was Smirnoff Ice. He got iced yeah. in the middle of the day. So for those of you who don't know what getting iced is, basically yeah, when somebody gives you like a, a bottle, a pers- what's it called? A like bottle. a 500 milliliter bottle yeah. of Smirnoff Ice or whatever. Doesn't matter. They have to go- it's, just, it's just Smirnoff Ice. It doesn't matter the size. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, um the person who gets it has to go down on one knee and chug the whole bottle. No, it's like they, so have, my to, bro- they have to find it, and whoever finds the bottle has to down it. Yeah. Yeah. So my brother got iced. So that leads into – so he got a nice present from a friend. That leads into Christmas Day when I'm go- searching through my stocking, and I get iced at 9 oh. in the morning with nothing <laughs> to eat on Christmas. Yeah. That made my day. But, yeah, that – like just the whole thing kind of got me feeling a little – appreciative of my friends and what 2020 has brought me in the terms of friends. Yeah. That drunk so, really got him going. Yeah. <laughs> Very emotional drunk. Dixon. So I decided I'm going <laughs> yeah, we'll to send out some, we'll have a, a, a drunken video to show you guys in like 10 episodes. Exciting <laughs> <laughs> that moment to send out a Christmas gift to my friends. And for Craig, what I was going to do is send a couple joints over his way, but I didn't know how, his family would react to getting joints in the mail. Shows or how Craig little he knows about his friend. So instead, <laughs> I Facebook messaged Craig's mom asking for yeah. her address. And then I sent Craig a deep dish piece, deep, deep dish pizza from uh, Little Caesars. A Hawaiian pizza. I know pizza. With like yeah. cinnamon sticks and, and Cinnamon sticks and, and, and a root beer. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we and all enjoyed it. 
Yeah, then I also sent over a $70 glass of scotch to Yassin. No, bottle of scotch. bottle of scotch. A he got sing, me the wrong scotch. A single glass. A single glass. But yeah, I sent over a <laughs> bottle of scotch to Yassin, hoping and praying that Yassin was home. I kind of expected Craig or one of his family members to be home, but I didn't know if Yassin would be at his dad's or his mom's. I'm a busy and guy. And considering the Uber Eats, they, oh. you actually have to take it from them and show you them show your them your ID. Oh. I was like, once the guy told me he's at Yasin's house, I'm like, oh, shit. What if Yasin's not there? Then he's there for nothing. It was all for nothing. <laughs> but he was. Yeah, I was there. So and I, I yeah, sent I Christmas the, gifts to I opened friends. the door because Dixon tech Like, I was asleep. <clears throat> I was asleep when I got the... Oh, okay. The, I, I heard the doorbell ring, and I, like, woke up, but, like, the doorbell didn't ring then. And I was like, maybe it was, like, my dream or something. So I yeah. like, tried to go back to bed, and then I heard it again. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, shit, it might be my dad. I might have locked the screen door again, locked him out of the house. So I was like, fuck. But so I checked my phone because I'm like expecting to see like an angry message from my dad being like, open the door. And it's a text from Dixon <laughs> being like, Merry Christmas. Uh, go to the front door with your ID. And I'm like, what? OK. So I, so I was like, is that him? Oh, it must be him. Maybe he's going to get me to like sign the money in the bank briefcase thing. I don't know. So I okay. get up. I don't know why I need my ID that for that though, but still, <laughs> and I go up front. And he's like uh, ID, and I'm like okay, and I, he gives me the bag, and I was like, oh shit, it's the wrong scotch. <laughs> 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 Is that why you texted me yesterday asking me like, oh uh, yeah, what was that scotch that you liked? Yeah, that's why because I wanted to get you uh, that one. Makes sense. And then that's that's what I thought I ordered, but I must have ordered the wrong one. Yeah, I I Unfortunate. I, I like Glenlivet fifteen year. He got me a Glenfiddich twelve year. Ugh. God, what a sorry years what make a all the sacrifice. difference. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't no, like but, it, just send no, it back. No, but I really appreciated it. It was really nice because I didn't do too much for for my Christmas uh uh day. Like I just. Like my well, first off, I woke up kind of late. I woke up at like one, and then I woke oh, up. Okay. My dad wasn't home. He just fucked off to Banff for the whole day. <laughs> so I was just, <laughs> and then and then I couldn't drive anywhere because well, COVID uh, restrictions don't apply in Banff, don't you know? No, but there's that. But, yeah. No, but the reason I couldn't drive anywhere is because the street, uh, behind oh, right. is, yeah. is like meters high of snow. So like yeah. I can't, I physically can't back out. So yeah, it was it's so I'm like okay, well so I just stayed home yesterday and like watched movies. I watched Over the Hedge, which was uh, nice. a throwback I haven't seen in like 10 years. It's Bruce Willis's best film ever he's ever made. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pulp Fiction, turtle, get right? out of here. Die Red or Die Die Hard? Fuck off. Who no, needs Pulp Fiction? Him? I just said Pulp that so was the first one I said. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, they can all fuck off over the hedge where he was RJ the raccoon. It was it was brilliant. It was RJ. He was RJ. The then there was the turtle. I thought he was the turtle. No, the turtle. RJ. He was he was like the adventurer raccoon. The turtle was oh. like the timid guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, he wasn't the turtle. Huh. The turtle was. I oh. can't remember the guy's name. I saw it yesterday. I can't remember his name. But yeah, it's like it was really good. I really like over the hedge. Um. Uh, did did a, did a, did wonders for me. And speaking of Over the Hedge, uh, of course it's an animated movie. Last time we did a One Gotta Go segment, we did Pixar animated movies, and Craig chose wrong, saying Finding Nemo had impossible. to go. Yeah, Finding Nemo it gets was the fuck fucking out. 
No. It was wrong. Nemo does not. Dixon, Dixon, you tell him. Dixon, Dixon, get his ass. Dixon, get him. Finding Nemo does not go, Craig. It does not go. It goes. It's not as imaginative as you guys think it is. Are you high? Are you? It's just the sea. What are you on about? The sea's real. The sea's real. Guys, I could go to the sea right now. It's not it's not imagination. Sea's the sea is the sea. Craig! Craig! <laughs> the ocean Craig, is the ocean. You're fucking wrong. Yes, don't give this guy the time of no, day. No, I'm giving what's, no, what's our Craig, one gotta go for this week? Finding Nemo out of that list was one of them that like had to stay. You are wrong. No, going. You the are only wrong. two that were in conversation was incredible. Are Incredibles Spider-Verse. and Spider-Man. Spider-Verse. No, Spider-Verse stayed. It no, does stay. it's it not. does stay. Well, it is staying. Yeah, it is staying. But it's the only one that could be argued against. Finding Nemo cannot Nemo be argued goes. against. Yeah. Toy well, Story argued against. against. You are a fucking. It was a shit argument. You're a, you're a, it was a, a shit man. argument. You're a silly man. You guys Anyways. are just blinded by your love for weird marine life. That's not true. I hate <laughs> fish. It's not true. <laughs> oh my god. It's not it's my not fault you have a fish fetish, You okay? don't like spiders, <laughs> and you chose Spider-Verse to stay. <laughs> but he's You're not a wrong. real spider. Oh, my God. Anyways, anyways, uh, we'll see if Craig's wrong again this week. Yeah. Because this week's one got to go. I still don't have a soundboard piece for it. It's fine. We'll figure it out one day. Um, this week in one got to go. Again, the rules are, and I'll state it more explicitly now because I think I fucked it last time. <laughs> I'm going to list four pieces of one topic. Yeah. One has to go as a consensus between the three of us, so we have right. to argue for our choices. At yeah. the end, we will come to a decision that one must leave, and if we have time, we might discuss which one must stay as Sorry. Well. Is the final decision just have to be a consensus or a majority of rules? We'll say consensus for now, and see. Okay, but see, right, let's geez. see. We'll see what what Craig's argument. Yeah, we'll is see this if time. Craig's yeah. too stubborn, wishy washy, fucking rules to accept that he's wrong. <laughs> okay, right. we'll turn the tables against Craig when it fits us. Is what I'm hearing. When it fits <laughs> us, you, you said fine. It's okay. It's okay. Give me, give me, give me the topic, topic boy. It was a couple weeks ago. I'm not mad about it anymore. Anyways, the topic for this week is family channel shows. Oh shit! Four. We've got. Hope I've seen them all. Hannah Montana. Okay. Wizards of Waverly Place. Okay. Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Mmm. Zoe 101. Mm. Damn. So let's run them down. Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus's acting debut. Uh, she yeah. uh, doubled as a superstar. Uh, yeah, yeah, Hannah Montana uh, is the best of both worlds. Uh, great. But is it the premise. best of this topic? Great, great premise. <laughs> I'm just running down all of them before we make a choice. There's yeah, a great, I know, but there's I a great to premise to Hannah Montana. Iconic moments in Hannah Montana. Uh, Jackson actually being a 30-year-old guy who plays like an 18-year-old guy (laughs) in Hannah Montana, uh, which was like, what the fuck? Uh, And some great songs from Hannah Montana. So there's that. That, There's that. Wizards of Waverly Place. Um, Just just a a revelation of of the wizard world. 
Uh, yeah. uh, lots of great stuff. I think this is Selena Gomez's acting debut. Might be wrong. Could I be. think it is. I think so. Uh, started as a Disney girl. Uh, Alex, Justin, Max. As all the mentally dad, damaged the people did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, great, great through line of trying to find the family wizard. Uh, of course, yeah. Yeah, probably that's true. out of the four, the most like consistent through line out of the four. Yeah, because the rest yeah. could be down to adventures. Uh, well, Sweet Life yeah, of Zach, yeah, yeah. Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, fucking all time classic. Mister Mosby, Zach, Cody, Ashley Tisdale, yeah. Brenda Song, <laughs> you know, whatever, <laughs> London, London, and Maddie. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, Maddie was Ashley Tisdale. London was Brenda, Brenda yeah. Song. Uh, right, Esteban yeah. Julio something 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 something. That's uh, right. Uh, the, great the janitor. What's his name? Phil. Arwin. Yeah. Arwin. Arwin and the mom. <laughs> great show. And then Zoe yeah. 101 uh, with Dan Dan, Dan uh, Harmon's weird Dan, foot fetish. Wait, no, Dan Schneider. <laughs> Schneider. Don't Schneider. don't put that on Harmon. That's it. Dan. Yeah, Schneider, yeah. What was Schneider. the one? What was That's the fun. one? Uh, Dan. Dan. The. Dan the Hyman Collider Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> what were the other ones? Who was there with me when we were going through that list? Oh, oh god! Who was there? Was I that Craig know. or Dan? That sounds like would have been me because I brought it up to you. No, we yeah, you're we, like, why are yeah, you we doing were, this we to were me? At, no, we were at Merck's, remember? And we were watching it on the TV. Oh, were we? Yeah, and we were watching like on the oh. TV. There was like all these lists of names. Where it was like Dan, oh, wow. the Hyman Collider Schneider. <laughs> there was um, uh, Dan. I'm gonna find the names, you guys. Uh, so. Uh, Zoe 101, great show. Uh, from the from that school campus with the pair phones and shit. Everybody wanted one. Uh, Time capsules and fucking the blank sushi. Yeah. Oh, bro, yeah. that that sushi place looked fucking lit. On a on a first thought, I'm saying Hannah Montana goes. Nah. <laughs> on a first, on my when I when I, I hear this list, Hannah okay. Montana goes. My initial thought is Zoe 101. Oh my Go. god! Is it because of Dan Schneider impregnating Britney Spears? Jamie no, Lynn Spears. Jamie Lynn Spears. It's because Chase left in the final season. Chase wasn't there, and the final Chase season was kind of trash, though. I don't remember the final season. It had but that weird got blonde that follow up. Guy. You know, it got that follow up like twenty years. 10 years later. Yeah, but, they, but then they, they like, <laughs> and then they cut dropped the follow-up short. And they, they cut it in, it. they stopped it, and then they didn't follow up the follow-up. So Sorry. there's still, like, a to be continued from the follow-up. Sorry, it was, it wasn't the Hyman Collider. It was the Hyman oh. Divider. <laughs> Dan the Hyman Divider Schneider. That's uh, what it was. My, my first initial thought is Zoe 101. Uh... Yasin, first initial thought. Uh, sorry, I haven't thought about it much because I'm trying to find the names it's your here. List. I know, but Craig, I'm trying I'm to find gonna, these names. I'm going to argue against Hannah, Hannah Montana. Montana is a nuts shout. Well, here's the thing. When, when talking about it, Yasin said Wizards of Waverly Place had probably the best through line because yeah, it's like yeah. who could be the family wizard. Well, I would say Hannah Montana had it because in this essence, Hannah Montana was about – Miley struggling to be both Miley and Hannah and in the final season in the fi- in the movie in the final season and the final episode that's what it came down to it yeah. all came down to a boil of what who can Miley truly be can she be both Hannah can she be both Miley does she have to separate them 
And I believe okay. that has the greatest through line of them all, where she finally decides I have to be Miley. I believe Hannah goes because outside of Miley, I found everything else to be like quite weak. I don't care for Jackson. I don't care for Rico. I don't care for whatever her bitch best friend was. They can all fucking go. I found don't Miley care for Jackson and Rico. I don't care for Jackson and Rico. Wait, I don't care for him. Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy, Billy Ray Cyrus was all right with his achy, breaky but, hearts. But what, what, what outside of that? Everybody relax. The only compelling part of Hannah Montana. Hey, hey, everybody, everybody simmer down. Simmer oh. down. Okay? Everybody simmer down. I'm going sweet life. <laughs> Yo, wait, hold what up. The wait, fuck? no, 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 you can't. Sweet what are you, what are you doing? Sweet, why sweet life, huh? Argue. I'm going sweet life because uh, 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 the boys were too young throughout the run of the show. Just you, you have a weird fetish. Shit. Huh? Are you, you kidding me? Fetish. Are you saying sweet life on deck is better than sweet life of Zack and Cody because they're older? Whoa, are you whoa, saying whoa, that? whoa, 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 whoa. I never said that. You're insinuating that. They were better when they were young because they could ca cause the most havoc throughout the hotel. Right. Have you seen Cody in, in Brindle, man? In Riverdale? <laughs> Brindle! The Pamphlet! Yeah, yeah, it's you don't great. know anything about it. No, it's great. It's great. It's a great show. All four of these are great shows. It taught us about MILFs, Yasin. <laughs> this what? is this is what I'm gonna say. Simping. This is what the environment. Th this is what I'm going to say about Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, and it's the reason that it has to go for me. For me, at the end of the day, you have somewhere else to go with the Zach and Cody character to view them. You don't have that. With Hannah Montana, Wizards of Waverly yeah, Place. Yeah, it's called Zoe actual life. It's all the same. And she constantly no. flip-flops between genres and fucking no. mental disorders. No. It exists. Okay. No, no. Zoe 101, with, with the characters, you have nowhere to go. But for with Dan Schneider, you have three other shows well, you can well, you go to. Yeah, but that's not what I'm saying. You got tons of shows. You got people that, in my anywhere. opinion, are better than Zoe 101. No. Yes. No. Yes, I think Zoe 101 is Dan Schneider's best show. That's better why than I for me, I think iCarly's better. I don't think I so. I think iCarly. I think I think you watched more iCarly, but Zoe 101 Fuck is off. a better no. show than iCarly. That's what Zoe I think. 101 stopped. Right? Zoe 101 stopped, and That's I'm like, she where was it pregnant? she was pregnant. The producer. Only after Zoe 101 ended that I started watching iCarly, and it was so much better. Not so much better. But it was better. It was better. <laughs> iCarly is not a better overall show than Zoe 101. No. No. It, it's just not. It's just not. <laughs> that, is just, that is not true, Dixon. Now, you take that statement back. I'll that's give not you, what we're arguing. I'll give you a chance. Yeah, no, that's no, not what we're arguing. No, but I you're, want you're you to take that statement back. I want you. I'll take it back after I win this argument. Um, <laughs> Zoe 101 does not leave. That is that is one of these shows that does not leave no. this list. Hannah Montana you're can right, leave before because Zoe Hannah Montana is leaving. Hannah Montana Hannah can Montana's leave before Zoe 101 leaves. That's, Hannah Montana that's leaves. fact. 
If I want to watch Hannah Montana, I'll watch her spiral her fucking life out of control right now. I don't need a fucking shitty show with shitty side characters and forced plots. No! But I can just watch Stop! it raw. I can no, just watch her no, no. descend into madness because no. she got bumped on the head as a child. Okay, yeah, I don't care. I'm going to be honest I can here. see it anywhere. I'm going to be honest here. I said Sweet Life because of content. Sweet Life can't go. Uh, yes. Sweet Life can't go. <laughs> Sweet Life can't go. Zoe 101 can't go. Wizards can't go. Oh, Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. It goes. Out of the four. It goes. Has to go. It goes. It has to go. And this is why. This is why. This is why. The thing that came out of Hannah Montana that's memorable is Miley. Not the episode's... Not the not the side characters, just, like Miley was the thing that came out of Hannah Montana. Exactly. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, Wizards of Waverly Place, and Zoe 101 spawned a <coughs> whole bunch of memories with memorable episodes. The only thing I can remember from Hannah Montana, if I'm really like racking my brain, is the first episode and the fucking cheese jerky episode. That's it. That's all I can remember. Out of the Hannah episode Montana. she got the fucking credit card, man. What is that, man? I've the never heard of it. Where her, right never heard the of episode it. where she had to fucking humble herself to make her high school That's enemy look them. better. That's all of them. <laughs> That's not all of them. That's all of them. You cannot tell me. You okay? Let me let me ask you this. Okay. Which season of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody was bad? None. None of them. Which season of Wizard of Waverly Place was bad? None. None. Which season of Hannah Montana was bad? All of them. I don't. Wrong. <laughs> I don't know how many seasons of Hannah Montana there are. I. Uh, yeah, it's such a forgettable show. I'll yeah. tell you which season of Zoe 101 was bad, with exception. If you say it's the last season, you're the wrong. The last episode. If you say it's, the, it's the last. If you say it's the last season, no, you're, you're wrong. Fucking it's wrong. the last season. Wrong. No. Time capsule. That wasn't phones the last falling, season. Phones falling into fountains. Yeah. That wasn't. The hey, last season this is what, didn't have cheeks. This is what That's I'm right. saying, okay? This is what I'm saying. I think Hannah Montana is a great show. Do not get me wrong, okay? Don't get me wrong. But Hannah spawning, like, like what Hannah spawned was Miley, right? Yeah. Miley is the show. Without Miley, Absolutely. that show crumbles. With the rest of the show... It doesn't even get a pilot. With the rest of the shows... Wait. With the rest of the shows, they work if the main character is out. Like, if you put new main characters in, because with, like, Zoe 101, anyone could have been Zoe. Anyone could have been Zoe, and it still works. Zach and Cody... You get two two young fucking kids. You still got Mr. Mosby. You still got Brenda Song. You still got Ashley Tisdale. You still got Esteban. You still got all these people. Wizards of Waverly Place. You can make somebody else fucking. Uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, Alex. 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 And you could have made anybody Alex. Hannah Montana. Miley had to be Hannah, and that's yeah. why that show works the way it does. Billy Ray Cyrus and uh, and Miley Cyrus. The Cyrus family is why that show works. Without them, it doesn't. And because of this. Hannah Montana has to go. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's uh, to me. That's why it should stay because, because all the other characters, everything else around, it's mediocre. Because it had <laughs> to happen. 
Because with with without well, without Hannah, without? without Billy Ray, the show wouldn't have happened. But because oh, yeah. it happened, because we live in a time where it did happen, it made it so much better. The worst timeline. <laughs> <laughs> No, we are in the worst timeline where you... Jamie Lynn gets pregnant and we don't get to see Zoe 101 play out to its fullest potential. Yeah. That Dan is... Snyder oh! fucks Jamie Lynn Spears. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get to see it play out to its fullest potential, meaning but it's that we, it was but it's a not... letdown because it and couldn't be. And it's still better than Hannah Montana. Potential. And it's still better. It's, it's still not. Better. It's, it's top, not. It's it top two shows on this on this list. It's nah. top two on this list. That... That and Wizards. Oh. Yeah. No, Zach, Cody, and Wizards. Zach and Cody and Wizards are the top two. It's close. It's I close, feel like but Zach I think and Cody's not as good as we remember. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I went back and watched Sweet Life. It's not as good, but the things that do hold up, because, again, Zach and Cody don't hold up. It's the supporting but cast. The supporting the cast holds up great. Yeah. Hannah Montana, like, does it hold up, like, period? Like, period <laughs> does not hold up. Yeah. It holds up on nostalgia. It holds up on those things, but it does not, especially now knowing that Jackson was fucking 30. Like, uh, it does he's like not. three days younger than Cena. Yeah, it, like, doesn't <laughs> hold up, like, at all. <laughs> at all. <laughs> Hannah Montana goes. Don't do this to me. Say it. Say, say it. it. Say it. Dixie. Say it, man. Dixie, say it. you know you're say wrong. It. Hannah Montana goes. Yes! Right. right. Fuck yes! Right. Fu- Are we doing the West stays? Yes! Yes! Well, I think Wizard stays. Yes! Wizard I think Wizard stays. Fuck you, Dixon. You're wrong. But see how Dixon What's- admitted his false crap. <laughs> see how he admitted he's his weak. false. And he no, was no, wrong no, no. from the start. Hannah stays because personally... As a child, Zoe yeah. 101 didn't impact my life like the other three did. That's so that's why argument. Zoe 101. No, yeah, it's not, Craig. That is not a fair argument. Craig said that's a fair argument. That's not a fair argument. When you put it like that, <laughs> the, the things you were arguing earlier were definitely wrong. <laughs> but I can't argue with your, with your personal feelings or something. Television and media in general Jesus relies on, on viewer connection. Right, you know, it dies without that viewer connection, so that's a fair argument. Oh God! Yeah, I'm glad. Wow. I'm glad we established Hannah Montana has to go. Um, Damn, three. That's, that's a shame. Shows yeah. left. What stays? Wizard. I think. Don't I, be a I think, I, I, No, I, no. I'm like, I'm like thinking about it, and I'm between Zoe and Wizards. But I think I gotta yeah. go Wizards just for the fact that Wizards like completed its arc in the like That's a very true. a very satisfying way. That Zoe yeah. Zoe's Alex. ending was was satisfying, but Zoe's like <coughs> arc got like chopped in half because I think there was still like a season or two that could have been added uh, to make that ending yeah. feel better than it did. Um, and Chase didn't need to leave the show. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 But yeah, yeah Wiz- Wizards probably stays. Wizards stays. Wizard stays. And that's one gotta go. (laughs) Well, when you put it that way, way, Dixon, you make some points. No. (laughs) No, you do. You're spinning facts when you say like that. That was the strongest argument you made all that whole time. But (laughs) (laughs) it's not. 
It is. It's not. All right. What time are we at here? When uh, when are you playing beer pong? Who knows? Uh, soon, probably. Um, beer pong. We have let's... time for a rant. Yeah, let's do a rant. No, we have time for everything. We have time for plenty have... of things. Oh, we have time for everything. Yeah. All uh, right. So, Craig, um, uh, we that's probably not the best way of leading into it, but you had something <laughs> that you wanted to talk about, something you're quite passionate about. Can I know, can I be let in on what this is? In, in due time. It's classified right now. Um, I have to unlock so you'll, it. Yes. I have to, like, reach Speaking the Speaking of unlocking things. I knew it was coming down <laughs> to this. Is it cyberpunk? No. Oh. It's... Skill trees. I want, to oh. talk about, I want to talk about skill trees in okay. video games and how they're really starting to piss me off because <laughs> okay. they're getting thrown into games that they don't need to be put into, and a lot of them are very fucking lazy. So I've been thinking, why do we put skill trees in our games? Realistically, why should we? I've boiled it down to you have a character in a new environment like something that they're not accustomed to so they need to learn the skills as they progress and it's also a way yeah. that we progress think, as players with that character i think that that's a good use of a skill tree by the way like yeah characters that are like maybe like like i'll use again an example i've used for all of these video yeah. game discussions infamous second son where basically <laughs> yes. uh delson in the game he uh, inherits, like, the fire power, uh, fire conduit power, but he yeah. doesn't know how to control it because he's never, he wasn't a conduit beforehand, but he, like, absorbs it, and he needs to, like, hone his craft. So, like, the points and, the, like, the shards and, like, extending your skills that way is something that, like, yeah. makes sense of, like, okay, you would learn it this way by, like, gaining more insight into, like, your own abilities. I understand that. Yes. Yeah. Excellent example. Think of also someone like a Miles Morales. Think of someone like a protagonist from a Far Cry game, especially the newer ones where like they're not really soldiers, but they're forced mm -hmm. to be soldiers. I think another reason why you'd put a skill tree in your game is if you have a very in-depth combat system and you want to kind of drip feed it to your player so it's not totally overwhelming. That's think a, of a, that's a devil. Good example as well. Think of a think of a Devil May Cry. If you were given everything you could possibly do in yeah. Devil May Cry all at once, your head would fucking explode. It's like it's like Arkham the, Asylum in that sense. Arkham Asylum I, would be like I think like Arkham Batman. Asylum doesn't need doesn't need a skill tree, but I'll get into wait, that wait, in a bit. Real quick, real quick. I don't know what yeah. I just said there. <laughs> what did you say? I said I, I said no, but Arkham Asylum's like Batman. <laughs> 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 what is that point? <laughs> is that even mean? <laughs> I think I was meaning. I don't know. Anyways, just carry on. Ignore. And me. I think the final reason I'm trying to, I'm trying to, to I'm trying to chime in to, to video game discussions. <laughs> guys. Great rant I'm a music guy. We'll get into music stuff in a bit. I'll be so in on the ball. It'll we'll be, be crazy. We'll be on it. I think the last reason I could think of that you'd want to put a skill tree in a game is for different builds. Think of pretty much any RPG where you'd have to specialize and you'd go through a different path that makes it different from other players' paths. So I started thinking, what makes good skill trees and what makes bad skill trees? And I've made four laws. Of the laws of skill trees. Laws of, yeah. laws, of, laws of good skill trees or laws of just skill yes. trees, period? 
I think these are the laws that all skill trees follow before they're made and when they're being made. I think, one, skill trees need to make meaningful changes to your gameplay. Okay. Law number two, it should not hold players back. Abilities or things that a character should be able to do should not be locked away in your skill tree. Fair. Uh, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean by that? I'm going to get into examples oh, after so, I've so, finished. Oh, so 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 you'll do all four and then you'll go back. And then I'm going to go into my two. I'm going to look at two games and look at how they tackle skill okay. trees. Sorry, the sorry. law. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. Law three. They should be unlocked through skillful play or exploration of the world. Oh, and cool. Cool. final like law is you shouldn't be able to unlock everything. Oh, wow. All right. I think that's the final law. So I want to look at Marvel's Spider-Man on the PS4 versus Dishonored. I want to look at these two skill trees and I was thinking of them. Dishonored when we were talking about good skill trees. <laughs> exactly, because it's got a fucking banger of a one. So, in Marvel Spider-Man, which I think doesn't need a skill tree at all, and his skill tree is fucking ridiculous. Get this. Peter Parker, Peter Parker has been Spider-Man for eight years in this game. These are the things that you need to unlock through his skill tree. So think about this. In his eight years of being Spider-Man, he has never done these. He has never web-thrown an enemy. <laughs> like you web them up and you whip them around. He's never done it. He's never disarmed an enemy with, like, pulling their gun out of their hands. He's never slammed into the ground from, like, up high. He's never grabbed an enemy and thrown them. He's never done a swing kick. He's never done an aerial trick. He's never recovered quickly from the ground. And he's never done a charged jump. <laughs> These are all things that Peter, that Spider-Man should be able to do after eight years of yes. being Spider-Man. These yeah. things, even, while even, yes. Even all the complex shit in the skill tree as well. He should, he's been yeah. it for eight years. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, it, and it's not There's so the, overwhelming that like, oh man, I really need this like drip fed to me. Like it's not that complex. Now, while yes, these are meaningful changes to your gameplay, these do change up the gameplay quite a bit. So law one is in check. It holds players back. So law two is failed. You can unlock everything. Law four is failed. But my personal biggest pet peeve is that you just Get it through playing. You don't have to play particularly well. You don't have to, like, vary up your moves. You just got to play missions and stop crimes. And, oh, look, here's your good boy points. Go spend them on some fucking <laughs> some things you should already have. Fair enough. Fair point. <laughs> so yeah! let's look at Dishonored. Let's look at Dishonored. One of the best skill trees of all time. So, Dishonored, you can play without the skill tree. You don't have to get any skills in the skill tree to beat the game. right? You can flat out reject the Outsider's Mark, but the Outsider's Mark makes it so that you are a new person in this world. You've never had powers before, but all of a sudden you do, so now it's like, oh, fuck. Like, it makes sense why I can't do all these things. Because you're inexperienced. Every, you're inexperienced, that's right. Yeah. Your leveling up system, your skill tree, is found through runes and bone charms. 
These allow you to make custom builds while also making you explore and interact with the wider world instead of just rushing straight to like the mission objective. You have to go through like every nook and cranny of the fucking world to find these to get them all. Yeah. So that is Laws 1, 2, and 3 fucking nailed. Now, fortunately, <laughs> you can get everything, but you can't equip every bone charm. So it gets a half point. <laughs> you, you can get fucked it up, Dishonored. Shit game. <laughs> but it is fantastic. Uh, I also want to quickly speak on uh, fuck percentage bases in these skill trees where it's like, <laughs> oh, oh, you deal you deal five percent more damage. Yeah, oh I agree five, with that. five yeah. more armor. This isn't fun. I'm not like, oh my god, here we go. Big fucking changes. 5% more damage. It's fucking lame. <laughs> Skill trees should be like exciting. Like, holy shit, I have this new thing. Let me go try it immediately. Yeah. And fuck ledge takedowns. Wow. They're everywhere. Wow. They're everywhere and they're <laughs> fucking useless. Are they? What do you mean? Because there's never anybody at the ledge. There's never anybody at the ledge. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> There's, There's never, rarely, if ever, anybody ledge. like at the ledge for you to, to, to use this on. To take down. That's and then true. once you do, what do you gain? Because now you're just on flat ground with the rest of the enemies. Mm -hmm. You gain no advantage. It'd and you've cool had if, to put yourself. It'd be cool if you had like a ledge like chain takedown. That could be cool, but That'd then be cool like if you could like like yeah. like if there was a ledge thing where like you're climbing up something and there it doesn't need to be somebody against the ledge, but like from the ledge you could chain take like stealth take down somebody yeah. by like launching up and like taking down this person, taking down that like doing that kind of thing. That could that's, be cool. Uh, that's what Arkham Knight did with the fear mode takedown, where basically you could I, that's, if that's you're exactly in a what certain I was thinking space. Of. That's yeah. what I was thinking. You can of. do five guys, three, four, or five guys at once, right? Pause. And, and that that skill tree somewhat makes sense because it starts as three and it's new to Batman, but as you move along in the story, it become you can get to four, you can get to five, but somewhat. Yeah. There's problems with that game. There are problems. With, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> trying to suck this game's dick. There is problems with this game. But back to Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Yeah. Real quick. Real quick. Uh, side side uh, side note. Not. We're not going to go on a tangent. Yeah. Just a yes or no. It works. Uh, is Arkham Knight the best Batman or is Arkham Asylum? Uh, I say Asylum. City. I'm going Asylum. I say Asylum. He says City. I think Batman's open world takes away from its core like gameplay. Me too. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna disagree with that point. Like, like I feel that's more of a perspective thing. I do. I do believe both games accomplish. Uh, like, I think Arkham Knight, with its kind of uh, closed world, you're kind of following the asylum through to where you need to go, works really great. well, which is great. But and it also, and it also open, feels... And it keeps and it also, the story flowing. And it also feels like Asylum, because Batman is somebody that is, like, fiercely loyal to his, like, causes, it all feels like <laughs> one mission, like one stake. That's all it is. Yeah. Right? Because it is. So it feels yeah. like it's, like, this obsession... Of like, like avenging this moment where Arkham City, even though it's still only one stake, can kind of get derailed by like pointless side missions that don't aid to the story in any way. The way Asylum, but does. that's where yeah. I disagree with the side missions. I do 
believe that a lot of side missions relate to the story, which they don't in Arkham Knight, but they relate to the story where they seem important. But it also relates to the theme of the game, where Arkham City is just about Batman's loss, his greatest loss in his career, where he gets stretched too thin to the point where he can't save everybody and somebody has to die. So I believe those side missions and the open world aspect really play into that fact very well because Batman can't do everything at once. He either has to focus on Hugo Strange or he has to focus on the innocent Hugo Strange's political enemies who are in there for the sole reason of being able to testify against Strange who shouldn't die but are going to die or assassins or mercenaries or gang violence, whatever. So I believe the open world and those side missions in Arkham City do a really good job of playing into the main theme of Arkham City itself, which is Batman's longest night and his biggest loss so because how, he was stretched thin. So how so how do you rank the, the Arkham series real quick before we get back to uh, worst, Craig's uh, rant? Worst is Origins, <laughs> then we have Night, then we have Asylum, and then we have City. But there's a big jump between uh, Night and Asylum, cause like, and then there's a very small gap between asylum and city uh, Craig? because i feel both are top tier games what yeah. are you saying my ranking yeah. i haven't played origin so it goes night city asylum okay. i love city i I'm, think city's great i'm going city night asylum or origin sorry origins city night asylum Wow, you're going city below night? I really liked Arkham Knight, and it might just be a bias thing of playing it wow. like for longer. But, oh yeah, uh, and playing it like more in depth, and also just my memories around it. But I'm not the best person to ask for objective rankings on video games. It's the it's one of the I things. Believe- it's one of the <laughs> things that like pieces of entertainment and media that like I'm not somebody to go to for like objective. Uh, information on because I don't know the larger schemes behind that other than the plot. And I think that City's plot and Knight's plot isn't far off. But the combat, for me, wasn't such a big, like, jump. Because I think the combat is better in City. But I do think that, like, um, it didn't matter enough to me for me to put it over Knight. And the open Fair. world aesthetic of city really took away from the missions of the game of Arkham City. The same way, the same way that for me in uh, the Spider-Man world, all these like yeah. side missions of like the backpacks and the science labs and the MJ things and all this kind of stuff take away from yeah. that game simply for the fact that. Um, those are all just things to, and segueing back into Craig's thing, they're all just things to gain you skills that you should probably already have by that point. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Arkham Knight to me is the funnest Batman game for the That's sole purpose I mean. of the combat is really fun. Even driving the Batmobile is really fun. And, and this story's good enough, especially with the new suit and the fear mode takedown. They add a lot in the game to make it really fun. But I believe the story's way off. The story's not good. That's not not good. It's just it's not it's not good. While City Story and <laughs> Asylum Story are amazing, and Dixon's, the open world hurts it the most. Dixon's, yeah, because Night has the worst, op- the biggest open world, and that's where I believe the Batmobile helps a lot because you can get 
to place a lot faster, which Origins did shitty at because it but has the like the is, same the size world is, as Night, but you don't have the Batmobile. But the thing is that the large open world of Night is easy to traverse because of how fun it is to like traverse the city as opposed to yeah. Arkham City. Uh, sure, speaking, of which, I'm saying speaking of which, speaking of which, Dixon has weird arms. <laughs> why? 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 <laughs> the shadowing on your arms is 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 make me uncomfortable. I don't like it. <laughs> Cover up, slut. Cover up. What do you? I'm, thank I'm you. Saying, Put the hoodie I'm on. Saying Knights, I'm saying Knights open world hurts it the most because I think Knights has the most like of of between city and night. It has the most like urgent plot where it's like. Scarecrow's gas in the fucking city and everyone's gonna die and he's like, I'm gonna go fight Firefly yeah. real quick. I'm gonna hunt down the that's man true. bat and I'm gonna that's, <laughs> yeah. like, that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, that's, and that's the thing where I believe that's City true. also is better than night. <laughs> in the side missions in City, they at least relate to the story like all the time. Like they do oh, feel important to quick. the story while in night they don't. <laughs> real quick, I should there. say how Dixon talked about the jump. For me, the jump between night being second and asylum being first is like massive. So fair, it's like fair. it's like origins is like last, and then yeah. city and night is a bit of a jump from origins, where they're like okay. together here, and then there's like a massive leap to asylum. So fair enough. Because okay. uh, because honestly, asylum's plot is like undefeated. Like there's no plot in any Batman game that I think matches that plot. I, I I could argue city for that, but I think we're straying we're getting, away too yeah, much. We're getting long winded. We're here. getting long winded. I want to hear I want to hear the rest of Craig's uh, takes about this. I, I was I was in, I was enjoying the the uh, meltdown. Yeah, well, I actually covered all my main points. No, keep going. <laughs> no, I want more. I want more. What? Up? Well, can I? Can I? Fuck. Well, no, how no, do you no, think no, no, Spider-Man no, skill no, tree would be improved? No, Dixon. Fuck that. No, fuck that. I don't want that. Uh, Craig. Yeah. Where did where did we finish off? Where did we finish off with you when fuck, we went to Batman? Fuck Ledge takedowns. Fuck Ledge takedowns. Fuck takedowns. Okay, I want you to spawn yeah. off from there on your own. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I think a lot of skill trees are just thrown into games because all oh, games have skill trees now. They're not made around their skill trees like Ledge takedowns. Maps aren't maps and encounters aren't designed around the Ledge takedown. You, you feel like it'll be so useful, and then you realize, oh, I'm playing Far Cry. Oh, I have to swim in shark-infested waters up to this dock. And, oh, man, I hope there's a guy on this fucking dock, and then he can't see me. And then, oh, I've taken him down. Oh, now I'm just now I'm just on even ground at the outside <laughs> of the camp. Yeah, there's oh, a lot of, am I gonna do there's a lot of like, really weird circumstantial uh, uh, skills. perks yeah, that, just I think, like, that I think don't make sense. And I think if they are circumstantial where, like you said, the map isn't built around this, they should be things that are already placed within in. the ability yeah. in the first place. Where it's like you could yes. just have this because you're not going to – like why would you buy this if you are going to like not face this very often? Yeah, I yeah. thought Dick's react a bit to uh, my fourth law that you shouldn't be able to unlock everything. Yeah. I guess, I guess I'll go into that more. You shouldn't be able to unlock anything because it encourages – uh, specificity, builds, and replay value in your games. I agree. You don't want to encourage replay value in you your know games. What, you know what? You I do think, want. You know what I think is a great skill tree system? What's that? It's the UFC My Career things. Like the career modes okay. in UFC I think are great yeah. because 
in the UFC games, you create a character, right? Yeah. Or you can import a fighter that's already in use, but the assumption is that you are going to be a new fighter into like mixed martial arts and you have to work your way up the ladder, work your way from the independence into the UFC, and then from there start your UFC career. So what you do yeah. in the UFC games, at least in UFC 3, I can't remember if it was this way in UFC 1. I think it was. But the way okay. that you do it is that you have to, like, before each fight, you have to, like, pay. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. You have to pay a certain amount to join a yeah. gym. Yeah. Oh, and wow. at the gym, you train up for your fight. And in there, there's, like, a learn section. And you learn by facing more experienced fighters. And if you, if you do whatever the task is, you receive a certain amount of, like, items. So it could be, like, a lead single kick or, like, a lead toe <clears throat> kick. or like So you're rewarded for good kick. play. But it's not just being rewarded for good. Oh, well, I guess it's one of your points. But you're rewarded <laughs> for good play, but it's, it's all in the presence of, like, you're learning from somebody that is more experienced than you because they would be teaching you how to do new skills that you would never know. <laughs> So you would yeah. get those, and it's like, oh, you would get... But the one thing that it that it does that I agree with you on is that it goes like there's level one, two, three, four, five of every move. And okay. each level is like, um, oh, it deals 2% more damage if you're on level one than level two. Or if you're on level five, it's yeah. like you get 15% more knockout ability or whatever the fuck it is, right? Like those yeah. things do happen though. But the weird thing is that they make like a weird amount of like of sense improvement so yeah um but yeah i think that that's a great tree system personally uh, for I, a I game wanna... that isn't a traditionally like rpg build game i think that that is one of those games that i think does the skill tree stuff really really well that's fair what so, are you gonna say dixon yeah but like uh doesn't the goal or or the ability or or the player's goal to unlock every skill doesn't that make them want to play the game more that's not untrue that's not untrue but i'd say not being able to unlock everything makes you want to play it more because you're like oh what if i did it with these abilities instead of these abilities how would have things Fair turned enough. out differently so okay. i'm gonna play wait, the well, entire this, game over and the thing and i'll agree with that because the thing is that Let's look at a game that I always look at with this example is uh, Sonic, the original Sonic. Okay. <clears throat> you play the entire game unlocking different characters, and the final character to unlock was Knuckles. It costs like <laughs> two million coins to unlock Knuckles. You finally yeah. unlock Knuckles, and you realize, like, you don't even want to play this game anymore. That, the, that was the game. That was the drive. Because there's yeah. nothing Fair. else to do now. Because yeah. now you're just running around aimlessly because there's nothing else to do. So once you unlock right. everything, the game's done. There's nothing yeah. more. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. You got any more questions for for? I, I like I like Craig's take on like like you don't want you can't unlock everything because yeah it does encourage replay value of well I want to play it this way it like I. I that's one of the improvements I feel in in WWE games, where before when it was create a wrestler, it was just create your wrestler here, your attributes. But now they have your technical wrestlers, your powerhouses, cruiserweights, flyers, whatever, where they have like five different kinds of wrestlers. And as you go in your my player, like get each uh, attribute, it specifies each attribute more. I don't think so it works. I don't think it works in sports games. No. No. 
I think in sports games, you should have the ability to access every attribute because of... To be an all-rounder. To be an all-arounder because that's the goal is to be like the greatest in the sport, especially like whatever. So you would try that's to be fair. like a hundred overall. In, but wouldn't you in other appreciate games, a more realistic view that even if you're the greatest, you're still gonna have flaws? No, you're still gonna have flaws because doesn't it just become like you're the best? You're unbeatable once your player is a hundred overall, but. He's unbeatable. So what's the point of playing if if there's, there's no other, chance there's, of you losing? There's other game modes, because that's, other game because in sports games that is just a subsect of the game. That is one yeah. thing of the game. Where in like story based games, the story is the game. So if in the story yeah. you can unlock everything, why would you start over from scratch if you've already accomplished? like everything there is to do in the story like there's less drive other than being able to be like oh you know what i kind of want to go back and play this game again just because right fair enough yeah like that's the way i look at it so um Frank, i think how do you feel i think, I think a, a a good way of doing that though from that perspective is the the new game plus system in games? I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask okay. about that. Yeah. Like, does new yeah. game plus play at all into your skill trees take or? Well, that's where it gets a bit more difficult because not every game incorporates a new game plus. But I'm saying in these <laughs> games that have the skill trees would do and that have like maximum ability skill trees. Do you think a new game yeah. plus would be something that would be beneficial for those games, like a spy? I think it would. I think it would because let's 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 follow my like laws here. So on your first playthrough, you you couldn't unlock everything, but maybe on your new game plus save now, oh, I have enough points. Maybe I can unlock everything. Mm-hmm. So like you really gotta like work for it, and now you, you get to play through like the beginning with all these powerful abilities. Do you think a sure. percentage based system would work better if there was like an unlimited percentage system where you could go like? Over a hundred percent, like you go one hundred one, one hundred two, one hundred three, based on a new game plus system, where those aren't exactly effective either. How do you mean? So, like for example, Bloodborne, where Bloodborne, the way that like you increase like your weapon and your armor and your like challenges yeah. and your skills, like right, like right in that game. Yeah. Every new game plus, it kind of like null and voids all of your like increases within the new game pluses because of like the increased like damage protection that all of the beasts and all of like the um, bosses take. So, and uh, even, even just anybody takes. So all yeah. of these increases and in things, they've already been like a hundred percent plus damage, but the yeah. damage is so minuscule in complete in comparison to the new game plus versions of those characters. Uh, I see what you mean. So, like, should you be able to upgrade your weapon to, like, plus 100? No, I'm saying would it be beneficial for games to be able to do that with a new game plus incorporation? <clears throat> and do you think games would become, like, better for doing that sort of thing instead? I don't know if I'm fully understanding. I'm sorry. Because, because <laughs> what you're saying is being able to max out your abilities or your attributes... Yeah is okay. damaging to a game because there's no reason to play the game anymore. Once you've maxed it out. Once right? you've maxed out, yeah. So on a new game plus, you're facing a harder challenge, but you can still increase your attributes because there's no cap on it. Yeah. Oh, would it be beneficial if there was okay. no cap? 
Like there's so, no so, cap on being it because you would just go to like 101% damage, 105% yeah. damage. But the Fair. thing is like you'd be dealing by the end of it you'd be dealing like 9,000 damage to whatever. <laughs> like it's, but it takes yeah. 90,000 damage to like kill him, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you just be like scaling yeah. with it for do you think time. That, do you think that's beneficial to a game or do you think that that's redundant to a game? And you're just playing the same game over and over and over again because you're facing the same challenges. That's tough because, like, I love the soul games, and that's what they are. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, you don't. But you don't get to have those increases. Yeah. So it becomes more about like learning the bosses, like mechanics, and being able to like master it and patience. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, what if you didn't have to master it and you could just amp up your stats and just like constantly because it would just be like you're in new game. You'd be dealing the same damage values and your armor would be as strong. So everything exactly. would be the same. So that's what I mean. I feel like it'd just be redundant. That's I feel like it'd just get redundant. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Um, my probably final question on this. How would you improve the skill tree in a game like Spider-Man? Game like Spider-Man? If Spider-Man had to have a skill tree... I'd have it relate to, like, the new enemies he's facing, where it's like, oh, fucking Silver Sable enemies? These guys have, like, crazy tech that I've never, like, dealt with before. And because I'm Peter Parker and I'm a fucking genius, let me, like, whip up some shit that could help me with this new enemy type. That's cool. How would you... Okay, so so if it didn't... Your skill trees would be more based around building than it would be around building attributes. Yeah. Cool. I think... I think builds are really important to games because it gives games reason to be games. Yeah. I think there are a lot of games that don't need to be games because I was going to say this for a different rant, but like, and maybe I'll go, maybe I'll say it now and get into it on a different episode. Gaming, what, what makes gaming such a unique and like beautiful art form is it's, is it's ability to tell wholly unique and individual stories. And it's, a part of gaming that's not being tapped into as much as it used to with games, with very like story-driven games, where it's like, we all played The Last of Us 2, and we all experienced the same story. And while maybe we came out of it with different interpretations and feelings, we all got the same game shot for shot, line for line. Yeah, like, which isn't an issue, my, but when they're, when they're intending to, to make you emote a certain way, it's and when it's yeah, versus you look at something like Shadow of Mordor with its amazing nemesis system. I've seen where, I've seen gameplay of Shadow of Mordor, and I actually wanted to get it because it looks like incredible, very fun, and it has the amazing nemesis system, which basically works like this: we run into an orc. Our orcs will be completely different, have completely different dialogue, different attributes, different stats, and let's say I kill my, we both kill our orcs. Your orc stays dead. My orc comes back to life with like a battle scar and like a new name. And he hunts me down because he wants revenge. <laughs> and he becomes my nemesis. And he has new stats. And he's and he's trying like his to kill me the, like the best he can. That is a wholly unique story that I've experienced with my own orc. Right. Where like oh, I stabbed him in the head and he came back with like an eye patch and like a hook hand. And I was, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. These video games is the only media that can really do this outside of like choose your own adventure books but like even those are limited that's why i value build so much because even though maybe we played the same game my peter was different from your peter and they handle situations wholly differently 
Okay. I like that. I like that. Yeah. That's yeah. why I value builds. I want to I want to ask you this because we never we never talked about this and it is the end of the year. It is 2020, but I want to ask you something you can you don't have to have a definitive answer, but I just want you to discuss this, especially because I'm looking into something right now, so I kind of want you okay. to solve. What yeah. are your like best games of the last decade? Of the decade. We, ne- we never Holy talked about this, shit. but I want you to just like discuss what were your, some of your best games. Why were they your best games? Like it doesn't have to be in order. If you want to put them in order at the I'm, end, you can. Yeah, I'm gonna just throw. I'm gonna just but throw out some games right now. Like talk some shoutouts and like explain what I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw out some games. Talked on them briefly. Um, Dixon, the Halo you can also, trilogy. Dixon, you can also jump in because I know you have games yeah. that you also really enjoyed. Halo, Halo trilogy. One of them, if not all three of them should be in there. These are games that changed first-person shooting forever. Have you yeah. ever thrown a grenade with LT? That was Halo. Have you ever, like, <laughs> scoped in with, with clicking the right stick? That was Halo. Ever ever had your health regenerate? It was fucking Halo. <laughs> like, Halo, I think, has been forgotten for what it did to the, the gaming, first like, Halo, yes, Halo genre. Gets, Halo gets boiled down to the essence of, like, Master Chief and multiplayer in a way that's yeah. really unfair. Because, of course, Halo unfair also... What it Halo is. also... Um, innovated the multiplayer system in like sure in did. video games, and that's important. Yeah. But there's so much more that it did that made so like first person yeah. shooters like so seamless. What like they when you are play today. what when you play what video games are today in, in terms of first person shooters, or even when ha- just Halo like the first Halo, and then you go back yeah. and you play like the Bond games, like the 007 games. It's night and day in terms yeah. of like the inter uh, like the interactivity and like the intuition that your character like has and the amount of control you have over that character. And the enemies. You throw you throw a grenade at an enemy in Halo and they're uncovered. They'll dive out of the way because they don't want to die. <laughs> yeah. Halo Halo enemies tried everything to survive. They'll run away if they're like scared. They'll fucking run from grenades. They'll try to flank you. They brought like smart AI to first person shooters in a way that hadn't cool. been done. Completely revolutionized gaming. So yeah. Halo trilogy for sure. Dixon, do you have one? We maybe we'll go back and forth. Let's do five each. Um, five each. Okay. Five each. I'll That's start fair. with five each is Craig fine. and I are yeah. clearly different types of gamers. Craig is a gamer. Well, when I first <laughs> got we're, into we're different games, types of gamers. He's a gamer and I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> when I first got into games, like we're it was both, either we're both just... two types of rappers. I'm a rapper and Dixon doesn't rap. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Me when I first got into games, it was NHL. It was it was Super Mario Bros. Whatever. Like it was very kind of not stale, but arcade type. A, as a as a question, what what game yeah. actually got you into game like gaming? Like not Craig what's introduced the, me to no, no, not you. Not Arkham you. Asylum. I don't give a shit about you. I introduced about, you to Arkham I don't give a shit about. Did. I don't care. guys. I Arkham don't, Asylum. Guys, I don't hear the story. I don't, don't give story. a shit about Dixon. Crash, well, yes, period. it's two against one here. Wait, wait, wait. I, I didn't say about I didn't say I didn't give a shit about your story. I said I don't give a shit about Dixon. That's why I said <laughs> I'm, I'm asking Craig uh, about about uh, his life story. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Dixon, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. You made it a big deal. No, All right. Kidding, so, Craig, kidding. tell your fucking story. No, Dixon, no, I was I kidding. Wanna... So, Dixon, so, Craig, so, wait, wait. So, you were saying that Craig got you into Arkham Asylum? Yes, so the game that got me into playing, more... You were playing Wii, like, as a as a kid, right? 
I was playing Wii. I was, yeah, as it started with a Wii, then I got the Xbox 360 and I got into MW3 and Black Ops 2, but it was mainly multiplayer. I like the stories, did but the stories MW3, don't. Did you get MW3 and Black Ops 2 at the same time or did you get one before the other? No, MW3 first and then Black Ops 2. So you were just playing like Call of Duty games on your console? Yeah, it was Call of Duty or it was NHL or it was MLB. Yeah. It was just a lot Sports of games, games that are. Party games. Yeah, right? But yeah. then uh, Craig came over. Or I guess we could call it pick up and play f- games. That's a good way. Yeah, pick up and play. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, Craig came over and Craig had a habit, which was a smart habit that I had no idea about, of checking to see which games were free for that month. I had no idea that Microsoft gave out free games. Yeah. And the games that were free for that month were both Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. And Craig oh, wow. just down you just downloaded them on my Xbox. You didn't, <laughs> I don't think I played them for the first bit. I don't think I even touched them and you're just like, have you played Batman yet? I'm like, no. He's like, just pick oh, I do one remember up and play. Yeah, I So I think it. I decided to start playing one and I started playing Arkham City. I started playing Arkham City first because I had no idea which one came out first. I do remember I, that. I forget which point I got to, but I got to, I think they mentioned like the asylum like three times. I'm like, was Arkham Asylum first? <laughs> so then I went back and played Ar- Arkham Asylum. I'm like, oh, this definitely was the first game. Damn yeah, it. Asylum, Asylum's the first Arkham game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't know that. But that's kind of what started my journey on more story-based games, I guess. Or, or Okay. I don't know what to call them. But as a gamer, I when games come out, I personally look forward more to the story of the game than the actual gaming aspect of the game. I'm a, I'm a fan of storytelling. Jesus Christ. I'm a fan of storytelling. I'm a fan of movies and TVs. And I'm a fan of how well a story can be told and the way it's told and just how good the story is. So that's why one of – well, one of my games of the decade is Arkham City. And, the, and I'll go and I'll – but that's kind of obvious. But number two I'll go with is The Walking Telltale's The this, Walking is Dead. This, is this in order or just your just, like, second option? That's my number two. That's my number. It's not in order, oh, but that that shit. is another my second game of the decade. I but not in much, any particular I put a bit much of this whiskey in here. Just do it. Scotch. That's yeah. Fair. yeah, I totally I'll, forgot I, I like downloaded on your console. I like, didn't ask you. I was just yeah. like, you're going to play these games because like, you're going to like them. You put you all, that with all the, you put all the that Arkham with games Arkham. on his console? Yeah, he no. just downloaded Asylum and City onto my console. Asylum and City because they were free. And I was like, you're going to like, you'd like these games, like play these games. And you like wouldn't play them. <laughs> do, you know, like, do you know when this was? Me to play them. Mm-hmm. Sorry? Do you know when this was? Uh, Origins had already been out by that point. So, so, so I would have known you by then. No, not night. Origins. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. This We were yeah. still in middle school, so probably like grade 8, so like 13 or something. Yeah. But then, yeah, then he downloaded Bioshock games. He downloaded Dishonored. No, and here's a, the funny thing about Dishonored. Dishonored <laughs> wasn't even free that month. This he made me buy Dishonored. I didn't make you buy Dishonored. <laughs> and I looked to you. Hey, but, but the thing is that but I was about to say Dishonored's a great game. So, well, to I be fair, to be fair, back. to be fair, uh, in terms of like story-based games in the decade, Craig also put me on to like the entire Soul series. So, yeah, fair. You were the fair. one. You Wait. were the one that made yes. me download. No, that's not true. You didn't make me download Bloodborne. You were just hyped off Bloodborne, and oh. uh, back when my sister was say, uh, dating that prick. Uh, like it's I had even that that guy. <laughs> we, don't need, we don't need to say his name. 
Fuck that guy. <laughs> that guy. Back then, when she was dating that guy, I had his account, and I was able to download like that yes. near Horizon. And we played Neo, Neo yeah. like all those games all at once. So yeah. Uh, yeah, Bloodborne actually brought me and Craig back together. Yeah, I learned that recently. You <laughs> learned that recently. You were there. No, but like I didn't know that like you hadn't you like we weren't cool, and then we played Bloodborne. And you're like, oh, okay, fine. No, like, like, no, like we weren't cool. And then I was like, I should probably hit up Craig because like like we should, (laughs) we should reconcile this shit. I'm in a more mature position than I was, you know, like a year ago. Like, why not just hit him up and be like, let's play some Bloodborne. So then I hit you up. I hit you up. We uh, hopped on Skype. I was like, yo, I need help. I I made like some excuse. I was like, yo, I I didn't know if you'd be like down, but I was like. I need help with this mission. Like, yeah. do you want to like play some blood? And I, and I also didn't know if you were like just over bloodborne by that point, but I was like, it's a hail Mary. <laughs> why not? And I was like, let me see if he wants to like play bloodborne. I think I was in the, the, the witches area. The, that's, yeah. I think you were in like the woods. Yeah. yeah and like, the forbidden woods. That's it. The forbidden yeah. woods. And I was like, yo, you want to come in and like play some bloodborne? And we played bloodborne. And then like a, like, Three days later, we went and watched 1917, and here we are. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. all within this year. All this year. That's all yeah, 2020. Jesus. This it's is the this longest year. year by far of like my yeah. entire life. But uh, yeah. yeah, so much happened. Crazy. Which brings me into my next pick. I don't know whether to pick Dark Souls One or Bloodborne. I Bloodborne. think Bloodborne's the better game. I, I know Bloodborne's the better game, but Dark Souls you just have was an like the, and like. In gaming, it was like the game where oh, everyone was like, "Holy game. shit!" It was like, it was yeah. like the pioneering like AIDS game. <laughs> in, like, in in where like... gaming, gaming was becoming very handholdy, overly like handholdy. And Dark Souls came out, and I was like, "Figure it out yourself, you fucking prick!" <laughs> oh, here now, die and die again and again. And I was like, "Okay, fuck!" And no like waypoints. <laughs> You know, no waypoints, no maps, no anything like this, no like proper tutorial. It was it changed. It created its own genre that is probably not going to die for a long time, and hopefully doesn't die. I think it's something that should be in gaming. I think I think um, this is my opinion, and it, it it's my opinion on everything ever. It's like with movies, with music, with games, with food, with whatever. Yeah. I think there's a place for everything and everything. Whatever people get out of it is what people get out of it, and that's fine. I think that the Souls series is something of, like, gaming sophistication that I think belongs in gaming. Above, like, it has a place. Above, it has a place. It belongs there. It need yeah. it's like a necessity to be there. That level of sophistication within gaming, um, the level of detail within gaming, I think is something that was missing for a lot of the the uh, mid two thousands, uh, early twenty tens. So yeah, that's why I'm that's why I'm grateful for those games as much as I I dislike them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they, yeah. they I think they cost me like years on my life. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I think it belongs there like it, it's a necessity right it's there. almost become yeah, like there. more of like 
it's like more gaming than gaming itself. So that's why I think it's <laughs> like it's like larger than life in terms of like the way that it like belongs in there. It's bigger than the genre. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Dixon, do you Dixon, got a, do you got next, a third option? Yeah, your next one. Yeah, my number three is one we already touched on: Dishonored. Dishonored. Another game that Craig made me buy, and <laughs> I haven't looked back because yeah. it's, it's a, a great game. game. A I loved game. it. Fantastic. Which brings up another story. When Dishonored 2 came out, I went out and bought it. And I wasn't playing it, so I told Craig, here, you can have it. When I decide to play, I'll take it back. I, I, I never got it, it back. I, yeah, I yeah it, you still I. have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I see But yeah, it. Dishonored would be another one for me. I, I really love Dishonored. This is so endearing. This is our most endearing pod. I love this is yeah. really sweet. Man. I love this. What a fucking whiplash of emotion. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> I love this. This is great. Uh, Craig, is this your number four? Since, since you've put Dishonored, I won't put Dishonored. All right. Let me think. It's so hard to pick, like, five Minecraft. games. It's like encapsulate. Yeah. Like a Minecraft would have to be on there, right? Like a Minecraft but would have to be on there. did Minecraft come out in the decade, though? Yeah. Minecraft was, oh, what, wow. 2012? Oh, wow. 2013? 20... 20... I'm going to say 2012. Let me find it. But go ahead, Craig. Yeah, are you are you uh, saying Minecraft? Or? Uh, I never, I didn't really play a lot of Minecraft, but like I, I acknowledge it's like its place. It it definitely has a place. I'm gonna say GTA Five. Thank you. I was waiting for that. <laughs> that GTA belongs. Five. It's it's belongs. the best it of the belongs. decade. Fair it's, enough. It's, it's just it's definitely you can definitely make a very strong argument. For GTA 5 20, being November, November 2011. I knew it. Oh, uh, exactly. I yeah. said November 2011. Don't let anyone you, tell you any differently. You said that. You said that. It's on the tape. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, GTA 5 uh, is your fourth yeah. pick. G- GTA 5, just it belongs. It's mastered yeah. multiplayer. I think it's the, I think it's doing games as a service. I don't know how well it's doing games of a service, but it's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the multiplayer has taken on like a life of its own, yeah. apart from the excellent single player story, which has been kind of forgotten about. It's been overshadowed by its its for multiplayer. Sure. sure, that GTA Five that's that may Campaign be is, is that very solid. may be the best GTA story. It's between that and uh, uh, GTA Four for me with Nico. Those are the two best Nico. for me. I know people yeah. love San Andreas. That's a but the the open world of San Andreas was what made San Andreas great for me. Uh, but I think the story elements of like uh, GTA Four and GTA Five are the two best ones. Yeah, and like and like the versatility of them, I think, is great. Yeah, absolutely. So Dixon. Um. Well, yeah, Craig brought it up. I'm, I did play a lot of Minecraft, so I'm I'm going to go with Minecraft. I, I brought really. It up. Yeah. So. Yasin brought it up. I thought Craig was going to no, bring it up. No, I brought up. it up because I'm I'm that. Guy. I think Yasin. Yasin. Yeah, Yasin brought it up. Yasin brought it up. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm going like to go with that. Minecraft. Like I didn't get into Minecraft until way later, probably 2014, maybe. I don't know. It's tough to say, but I started playing that. I really liked it. It's, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun game with, with no plot. You just, it's hard. It's hard to not acknowledge Minecraft. It was the biggest game of the decade without question. Yeah. yeah. And it's it captivated and, everyone's creativity and it's, level of like yeah it's level of like freedom is Just probably go. like unrivaled between any game so yeah that's true 
Craig. Yeah. All right. Your last your last um, choice. Only one. No, he's on four. No, this that four. was no that was four. God, I don't want to put it on the list. I'm giving an honorable no, mention. I, don't want I, to put it I gave I gave my one and two at the same time. Yeah, he gave Craig one and two at the same time. Greg's so on his four because he said Bloodborne, Halo, Halo, Halo uh, GTA. Bloodborne. I think that's it. GTA and yeah, yeah Halo, Bloodborne, GTA. Because he didn't yeah, say so Dishonored. He didn't say Dishonored. I yeah, because Dixon said Dishonored, so yeah. I was like, yeah, double so that. Uh, do you want to do your four and five, or do you want to just do your four and then you'll both do your five together? We'll do it the latter, but I'm gonna give an honorable mention just because I don't want to put on the list because I hate this fucking game. Skyrim, League of Legends oh. came out <laughs> came out in 2010. It's the biggest online MOBA of all time. You know, it's brought so many people into gaming. It's done absolute wonders for esports. Uh, it it's a big fucking deal. Like I I've played oh, for it for sure. many many years but i fucking hate that <laughs> but i can't i, I can't i can't hey, like, if you want if you want a uh if you want a very entertaining uh mental breakdown uh <laughs> it, it i mean i would never reference anybody to this normally but go listen yeah. to the worst episode ever episode 36 uh where craig yeah. has his riot games breakdown well, uh, my mic is muted. No, no, it was it was it was awake <laughs> no, for not... it was awake for the breakdown, for for most of it until you started oh, getting okay. mad at me, but uh, <laughs> for no reason, for no reason, you just had nowhere else to direct your anger, so you just started yelling at me like, "You have one game, you have one game." I'm like, "I'm not. I didn't make it. Why are you yelling at me?" <laughs> I was making eye contact. But that it's was so that's your honorable mention. What's your what's your number four? Do I wait, do it to Skyrim? Wait, wait, wait. I want I want to say something. I I said it already. I love yeah. this. I love I love how <laughs> Okay, okay. I, no, I just I just love I love the optimism of this. Not too often is this podcast optimistic, but we've been That's nothing but optimistic for That's like half true. 20 minutes now or whatever it's been talking about <laughs> yeah. our favorite games of the decade. I love this. I'm going to say I'm going to say I'm and I'm waved. And you're getting drunk. <laughs> you're also getting drunk. I'm going to yeah. say Portal 2. Portal 2. Portal 2. I think it's oh, excellent. Holy it's shit. excellent puzzling. Hey, excellent level design. Either, excellent story. Either acting. Portal 1 or Brilliant. Portal 2 is interchangeable to me. I don't that think Portal is, 1 came out this decade, though. I think it did. I'm pretty sure Portal 1 was like 2012. Portal 2 was like 2013, 14. No, Portal 2 is 2011, I'm pretty sure. Um, Portal One is two thousand oh seven. Yeah, wow. yeah, it's an older game. I remembered it being later, but fair. But yeah, <laughs> Portal Two is excellent. It's a it's no, fantastic. No love for YouTube Simulator. <laughs> no, what is that? I'm, while I'm talking about excellent writing and just like games that really blew me away, I'm, I think it came out this decade. I won't put it on the list. Stanley Parable deserves a shout out. If you haven't seen Stanley Parable, look look up a playthrough. It's a it's great game. One of great the most game. entertaining things I've ever fucking seen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dixon, do you have your number five? Your your final game to mention? I do, but I'll start with an honorable mention. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. DC Universe Online. Underrated. Underrated. Probably the underrated, underrated game. 
the first game that anybody plays when they get a gaming console because it's always been free. Yeah. I've downloaded it about. But I downloaded also, it on my Xbox. I downloaded it on my PlayStation, and I still is, have no idea how the fuck to play the game. Is DC Universe. Uh, on, is DC Universe. Wait, wait. Is DC Universe Online the first open lobby game? Yeah, is it on console? Oh. I think it is. Yeah, it I could, think so. It could be. It could be. I think it's the first like open lobby game. Fair enough. So you got to gotta give it a shout out. Yeah, like I still have I no idea how to play it, too. but PlayStation Which? Home was dope. Yeah, but yeah. Anyways, you were saying sorry. Last last time I logged on to it, there was still like a lot of people playing <laughs> Am I stupid? it. Stupid! So. I put the Halo trilogy in my decades list. Didn't come out this decade. Oh, <laughs> am I dumb? Did three I'm not? Dumb. Did three not? Ooh, uh, three might. That's why. Three that's why I allowed. That's why I allowed it because I was like, I know one and two like definitely didn't, but I thought three was three like twenty ten barely. That's Fair why enough. I was like, tr Halo Trilogy makes sense. No, 2007. Fuck me. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, I guess you got... I was thinking, you like, get two games for your final game. two picks. Yeah. I guess. So, my yeah. final pick, my number five, is obviously Fortnite. You know, it's like the greatest game facts, of all. Facts, facts, <laughs> Fortnite facts. actually spawned, like, a genre in terms of, like, there was other games like it. There was like yeah. PUBG is a is like the biggest example of it that has been around H1Z1. forever. H one Z one, yeah. H one Z one is another one. But Fortnite, no, Fortnite was the thing that like popularized that genre like, to uh, like a mass. Uh, its success uh, is undeniable. Yeah, I'm 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 not actually saying Fortnite. I do really like Fortnite, but just the players is what turned me off from it because it just got so very childish and just pc gamer where you have to play with okay. a pc player now which sucks true but uh and i do like it but it's not my number five my number five is the last of us which to me has one of just an amazing story to it i was surprised uh, that didn't come up yet but no I, yeah I figured, like i, figured, I, I, was, I, I figured, i've been mulling it over this entire time i figured dixon i was gonna was see gonna if leave craig was gonna last. say because i want to see if i had to think on another one i but figured I, dixon was gonna leave it to last so yeah yeah I, I think it's, it's, it's like without the question. last of us it is the last of us. So, um, no, I just, I think hey, the story hey. and the message. Wait, 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 Let that simmer. He just said it's the last of us. Dumb, 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 the Marco. Shit like that. Wow. The last yeah. of yeah. us. Crazy. I think Crazy it's great. And I, to, for me, it still offers a lot more in playing ability because I haven't, Yasin's gotten further on grounded than I have, so... I think I start that. Oh, ungrounded. I thought you meant like in yeah, the game. Ungrounded. I was like, that's no. what? <laughs> yeah, no, ungrounded. Yeah, okay. But I just, yeah, I really love the messaging behind it and the story involved and everything. Grounded isn't and that I just... hard. <laughs> I, think, I think maybe if it's your first, I think if it's your first playthrough, it'd be easier than if you played it normally because you get so reliant on listening mode. No, I think. That's true. That's maybe. true. I think you start to use it as a crutch. No, the, the issue true. with grounded is that grounded doesn't tell you any controls. Okay. So yeah. like you have to figure out the controls before you like do the game and that's what that's actually what Dixon told me and I, you might have told me it too cuz I was like this is really hard and you were like just use listening mode and then it was like no there's no listening mode in grounded you're like oh that makes sense it's fucking grounded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyways, uh, so that's your number five. Craig, Craig four, four five. and five, two games. I know. I've been mulling it over so much. That's a list I never thought about making. So I well, knew before, it would like before melt you hit, my brain. Before you hit your final two, if you want to mull it over more, I I can give my five. 
Yeah, sure. go for it. Yeah, I'd love um, to hear them. These are my five. I haven't thought about it much, so uh, don't judge me. Um, I'll try not to mention any games that have been mentioned because GTA 5 would be in my top five games and stuff like that, but I'm going yeah. to try to steer clear. Um, Infamous Second Son, Off Jump, love that game. Uh, that'd be in there. Uh, give me um, Horizon Zero Dawn. I love that. That's a good one. Give me Near Automata. Give me... Um, uh, what else would I go with in this decade? Um, I really enjoyed, uh, personally, uh, uh, I didn't, I didn't play it much. I didn't get to play it to the end, but I, it's okay. like Sek Sekiro, Sekiro. Oh, yeah, um, Sekiro's great. Yeah, Fantastic. Sekiro would, would make my list because I think it's Ish. excellent. That combat is crack. Yeah. <laughs> and then give me... Um, honestly, honestly, as a game that like, I played a lot, again, I'm not the best at objective things, so I don't know if it's an objectively great game, but I'm going to go Gmod, I think was... Gmod, interesting. I think was uh, a very creative, uh, fun game. That uh, Gmod wouldn't fair. make it if GTA V would have made it, uh, but I'm going to go that. Honorable mention, and I don't know if Craig's going to ponder over it, but um, the Ghost of Tsushima game was really, really good. That is also a fantastic game. So, yeah. <sighs> what do those I are, those are my five. So you got two. Just give me two. Just give, give me two. two. Mm -hmm. I'm going to throw out some honorable mentions, some games. Uh, I loved God of War 3, but like it wouldn't make it. It just yeah. doesn't get the love it deserves. People shit on it. They act <laughs> like it doesn't have a story, and it really pisses it me off. It has a, really, it has a, that, it has that a be, great story. That could be a rant in another episode. For you know sure. what? I will, because I it, have thoughts do it, on it. Do it, in, I, do it in the next episode. I want to hear your thoughts on God of War 3. I will, versus also, current God of War. Actually, you know what? You know what? Fuck Gmod. I'm going the, the new God of War. I love that game. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 also should get its flowers. One of the funnest games I've ever fucking played. So much, so much personality, so much style, such an amazing combat system. So deep and varied. No, Watch some fucking combo videos and just melt your brain. No Outlast <laughs> shout. Huh? No Outlast shout from any of us. Because I, I couldn't, I never beat it because it scared me. Outlast is. <laughs> Have you finished? Outlast that gives Fiction? me. That gives me. That gives me my. Final I think we one. tried playing it once. But I don't think I I'm, su one. I'm surprised you. you didn't play Outlast as like a horror fan. I'm surprised you that's didn't play true. through Outlast. I didn't Ooh, know Outlast was a thing. So, oh, that's fair. Oh, well, I, uh, we I think we tried it once, Dixon. like last year when we were gonna do like vlogs, but I kept falling asleep. Not Dixon. Oh, you're right. This year, uh, in the in 2021. We yeah. should play like Outlast alt like through one night. Like let's do like Fair. like in the winter, whenever whenever restrictions get lifted and whatever, come over. Mm -hmm. We'll do two K like universe. Yeah, and then after universe, we'll do Outlast. Fair sounds good. All right, uh, moving on. I want to give out a shout out to Nier Automata as well. Uh, Breath Such of the Wild. Such Breath of the game. Wild. I've heard nothing but like amazing things about Breath of the Wild, but I've never gotten to play it. So that's why you're not putting it in your list. That's right. 
Undertale, Persona 5, Mass Effect 2. These are all like games that are just like Mass Effect 2 is great. That I've never gotten to play. I know I'd love Mass Effect. Jetpack Joyride. Temple Run. (laughs) (laughs) All the games on your phone you passed around in middle school. Yeah. Uh, Dream. (laughs) Dream is one of the coolest fucking concepts I've ever seen in gaming. Dream is an open platform where you can make your own games and publish them and everyone can go and play your game. I think it's such a cool fucking thing. Is that your number four? No. Oh, that's just an honorable mention. These are more honorable mentions, yeah. That dream dream then, sounds sick. I kind of want to play it. Is that a, is that a VR? Or is that a... Uh, I don't believe so. I think it's just like on PlayStation. Fair. I think it's a PlayStation exclusive. Mm. Uh, and then Super Mario Galaxy 2, I've also heard just like amazing, amazing things about. Fair. So this leads me to my final two. I'm going to put PT. Ah, yeah. Weird. A teaser has made it in to my to my decades list, but it uh, is. Could you these, could you could you give context of what PT is for people? Who I'm just it? about I'm just about to do that. Oh, okay. PT was a. There's a whole amazing, terrible, frustrating. Now maybe I'll do a Konami rant <laughs> about PT. Oh, there's there's tons of this. See, I like the rants. I like the rants. I have more ideas, but yeah. No, you have tons my, of rants. Like this. I know, but I was like. Because I've been thinking about doing rants for a while, but I'm like, maybe they're too, like, solo. No. Like, I do a mini album review a week. It's, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so PT stands and, and for in, Playable and in, Teaser. And in, most news yeah. story, and in most news stories, I just go on and on, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so PT is Playable Teaser. I guess I'll get more, in, more into it into my uh, Konami rant, but it is... A teaser trailer for the Silent Hills game that was scrapped because Konami is scum. I looked PT. into. I looked into after you told me about the PT whatever thing. I yeah. looked into Silent Hill. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. That game. Like wait, the- Silent Hill or Silent Hills? Hills. Okay. Yeah, it looked like. A game that I was, it was like, it was going to be incredible. That's what I mean. Like I was like, this looks or sounds like the game that would be like the game of like the year at minimum. Like it because sounded it was, incredible. Yeah. So it was a new Silent Hill being made by Kojima, who is like a visionary fucking legend, Guillermo del Toro, and uh, one other prominent horror director. Uh, Dixon, I always forget his name. Dixon, if you don't know who Guillermo del Toro is, he directed The Revenant and uh, The Shape of Water. Yeah. Both this is the first Pacific yeah. Rim as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the creature design, but, like, the creature design would have been insane in that game. Would you have, like, Guillermo del Toro on it? Yeah, The Shape of, the Shape yeah. of Water is one of those movies where it's, like, um, of course, the shape of water is built to uh, create an empathizable image around uh, an external monster, right? Yeah. That's what the purpose of the movie is, which is why I don't really go back and watch the movie all that much because <laughs> I get really creeped out by creeped the monster out. because there's lots of holes in it. Um, That's fair. Yeah, yeah, so I can't go back and watch the movie, but the movie is beautiful, so beautiful that it made me like the monster. So wow. it's that good. And I hate, yeah. and I have trypophobia. So for anybody out there 
that knows The Shape of Water, you'll know that that's probably something really hard to do when it comes to that movie. But I empathize. Yeah. So PT that's is like, the scariest. That's like, that's like if you were playing, that's like if you were watching uh, Lord of the Rings 2, I think it is, with uh, Three. the spider. Three, lob Yeah, Three. if you're yeah. watching that and you like fell in love with the spider. It's the same. Bro, she loves the reason I have arachnophobia, I'm sure. But... That's what but I mean like it's like if you were watching that movie or <laughs> yeah, if you had a, a spider like Shelob and it like yeah. made you empathize with it. That's how good the shape of water is. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. There. So PT, playable teaser, released under wraps. I encourage everybody to look into PT, fall down the rabbit hole of its like production. Look into its level design. I its did. level design, its level design is fucking fascinating how it's a spiral maze you're not really looping yeah. you're descending oh so good i was it I has was, i was watching because uh, I, I i think it was in the was it in the last podcast where i came to the revelation that i was supposed to watch pt this whole time i might have been in a pod but i know like we talked about yeah. it yeah <laughs> so i had been for like this entire year wanting to go back and watch pt but i forgot about it because my memory is tragic and i was yeah. like what was I? I'd go into YouTube, but I'd be like, "What was I wanting to search up?" We were I on don't Skype. Know. I don't know what I was wanting to search up. And then Craig brought up PT like last week, and I was like, "Oh my god, I wanted to watch PT this entire time." <laughs> so I went, I went into it, and I didn't find, I didn't watch any walkthroughs, so I don't know about the walkthroughs. Okay, but I just read into the lore of PT, and it's literally, this is without exaggeration, one of the most fascinating stories. It is. In not video game history, in media history. It's yeah. fucking incredible. But Craig will yeah. tell a better story of it, so go ahead. PT is fascinating. It's tragic. It pisses me off. But PT is the scariest piece of media. You feel like you're like, oh, the, the you've, I've never dreaded anything as much as like, oh, I have to turn around this fucking corner. <laughs> and then these, this, the in-game story, which people like lost their minds trying to like decode, is like fascinating. I, I encourage everybody to look into PT because it is one of the most interesting pieces of media ever made. Going on to my final one because we've been at this a while. It's The Witcher 3, often regarded as ah. the game. Often ah, was the game funny. of the decade, game of the century. You know why it Dude, wasn't? I love, you know, I love the story of this game. You know, <laughs> you know why this wasn't brought up? Why? Dixon, do you know why? Can't cut down trees. Can't cut yeah, down can't, trees. You can't chop yeah, trees in the trees. game. So it's a it's a very underrated game because of it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, what's there to say about The Witcher Three that hasn't been said? It's fantastic world building, excellent voice acting, writing. Good enough combat <laughs> with like with like a, 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 a decent skill tree that leads to varied builds and a mutation system to excellent DLCs. I wanted to put Cyberpunk on here. It's just I really did. Fun. I really did. But, but you can't. I just it just had too bad of a release to be like it's it definitely earns its spot. Once it's all patched out, I think I think you can make a strong argument. I think the game is wonderful. Let me give it its roses since everyone's shitting on it. Cyberpunk 2077 is like a fucking good game. It's a great game, even, that I had to mull over like very hard to be like, uh, can, can it make it, even though it's such a buggy mess right now? But like the bones of this game are so solid. It is a game that's able to like draw like genuine like emotion out of me 
pretty often, which is like very impressive. Uh, I think I think the way they handled like emotional scenes and like romantic scenes was done like very well. I think all the characters are written well. I think the build system is very interesting. I think I like their skill trees, even though I don't love them. I like them. It's one of my favorites. I just contradict myself. <laughs> it, is yeah. one, it is one of my favorite skill systems with deep and like lasting effects on your game at every turn. It, it influences your dialogue decisions. It influences how you can handle certain things. Uh, I think Cyberpunk, once fully patched, I think people will like recognize it for like how great it truly is. And marketing's a bitch. Love that. Love mm-hmm. that. So those are our um, lists, I guess. So, uh, I love that. Uh, Dixon, <laughs> do you have to go? Because I have I, I have two more topics. But, I've been looking at you. But neither, <laughs> I, I, I kind of have to go. Neither, yeah. neither, neither, of those, neither of these topics can involve you. Like, you would have no clue about either of them. Oh, okay. I'll, um... So if I'll you do my wrap-up wrap up now, if you want to wrap up, Yeah, I was about to say, if you want to wrap up and leave, it's fine, because... The next two topics have nothing to do with you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So this has been Dixon Tar on the Changing Formats podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Dixon Tar five hundred nine, Twitter at DST five hundred nine, and uh, swipe up on Tinder. Super like on Bumble, like on Match, like on OKCupid, like on uh, <laughs> uh, whatever. It's, there's a bunch of them. If you, you'll, you have a review. yeah. Sorry. You oh, have a uh, uh, yeah, you okay. have a, a dating all app right, review. It's, the same. Uh, it's, it's all right. It's the what same is, problems a lot of them have. Okay, Cupid. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, it's the same problems some a lot have that I've tried. It's just it's uh, age range and it's uh, location range. It's fucked. <laughs> like I've set, I've set my – no. I've set my age range specifically at 19 to 20. <laughs> Why can't I go below 18? The fuck is wrong what with is, this app? Where's the 12 year olds? <laughs> the age no. range is only Jeez, fucking adults. <laughs> no. Download, ha- download harder uh, I think it goes under 18. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. We'll do. We'll do. Um, and I'll leave it at that. Yeah, the age range is fucked, so I'll leave it at that. Uh, thanks. Uh, I'll leave you with the. Uh, dig, damn, and dop because my name's Dixon. Starts with a D. Right, we got Bye, Dixon. Love you, buddy. Yeah, no, he's just gonna leave it on. Yeah, enjoy, <laughs> enjoy beer pong. Yeah, family. <laughs>